I'm Maddie. Hello, Hello. everyone. Hello, welcome oh, wait, back. Are we starting? Yes, <laughs> we are. We're starting right Ryan. now. Hello, everyone. I am Ryan. I'm also known as Italian Caliban. That's right. That's that nickname name. was introduced last last week's episode. Italian Caliban, Ryan Pagella, Justice for Caliban. <laughs> we get to see how Caliban dies in this half of the movie. R.I.P. Press have to pay respects. Todd is still here as well. All three of us are here. We all have seen all of Logan. And Todd said, I want to read this message Todd wrote because it made me worried and sad. Todd wrote, this movie sucks. I genuinely regret watching it. <laughs> when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power growing us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. All of their adventures. our friend after this it's something that i nervously thought to myself after reading that i would legitimately suggest that the next movie be like deadpool it's deadpool I don't know. for one good it's deadpool it's the first deadpool is yeah. it the fr- it's the first deadpool okay we'll They're see both the good. first deadpool like is fun the second deadpool is fun in a very different way that deadpool 2 has zazzy beats that's all it I'm does have zazzy beats the thing about deadpool 2 which i'm excited for i had a migraine when i first saw that movie in cinemas and i was in a really bad mood when i saw it so i'm excited to watch it again and have i a have a time. video that i think is either on the patreon <laughs> yeah, at we this point talked about this video before it's like, no i put it on the patreon where it's like where like i'm filming, filming me and i open my mouth <laughs> to scream at Ryan to stop filming me and the video cuts like right before I start talking. <laughs> it's really funny to watch knowing that that's the case. Like Ryan's like, we're all here at Deadpool 2. Hi, Maddie. And then it cuts like right as you see my face because I'm like preparing to be like, I have a migraine. Fucking don't talk to me I have right mastered now. comical cutaways. Editing. Yeah, editing. I really, that is my, that is my real superpower as a mutant. It is your real superpower for sure. I wanted to do a follow-up on my Todd was saying which was you know he was like he regrets watching oh, he he him saying i genuinely regret watching Maddie, this? did you see any of the, the text messages <laughs> i sent you yesterday before i deleted all six of them i guess uh... not i sent you like <laughs> i sent you Is this a treasure <laughs> hunt? No, they're gone did you bury pirate yeah, gold what's going and on? We have that, that and, like... is a better version of what, what happened did the which... messages say <laughs> the messages six? ryan being like i saw logan part two and i'm quitting the mutant ages i'm so it angry was i'm literally quitting that. i'm quitting bitch i'm quitting i'm never said, doing this I again said, I'm like, i fucking I wrote, hate you for making me watch this i, wrote, I hate you like, i hate the show multiple and messages. then he just quietly woke up and deleted them before it i was could like see no them. i deleted them like 10 minutes later i was like oh my god ryan logan this i'm so worried about you two now okay this is a therapy session now well i okay i didn't say i was gonna quit the mutant ages but i was okay so like i had written that the the movie 
was exhausting. And we're, it we is. Had, we're recording a lot of episodes back to back to get ahead for the rest of October since we're both unavailable to record. And I was Correct. like, can we just skip recording Wednesday? And then like maybe the next two sessions, because I know shit's kind of like tumultuous in my life right now, but Logan just is putting me over the edge and I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> and I don't even want to do the mutant ages, except I really okay. do want to do the mutant ages. And so it's really not about that. And it was like, and then I was like, oh, I need God. to come back and delete this. Okay. <laughs> so, I understand genuinely I understand why you felt that way like I really I can't emphasize that enough part of why I watched all of the movie at the time was because I knew how fucking horrible it was gonna make me feel so I was like I need to get this out of the way it was like eating all of the shit right away so I could like have something good no well one over to Todd you're allowed to talk over to Todd yeah Well, I actually, it was the other way around for me. I needed that week. Oh, to take a break? Between, between. Yeah. The, like, I, I needed, like, a week of just watching that makes sense Bake too. Off and old episodes yeah. of Leverage Redemption. <laughs> yes, like, that was like, right emotionally call. recover and then watch the second yeah. half of this movie that is so much more upsetting, I think. I mean, it depends yes. on what upsets you, I suppose, but. It's surprising. Well, okay, this is the spoiler alert, but the second half of the movie was, like, strategically tailored to piss me off slash upset me so but I do think it's funny that Maddie's like I'm so worried about you two and my comment was like I really wish I had spent these two hours doing something yeah. else and Ryan's was I'm thinking of leaping off the bridge like was like I might quit the show I don't know I might never want to record an episode again I don't know that you should be worried about me but I'm a little worried about Ryan now like yeah I mean I'm fine we're guys. all gonna I'm we're fine. gonna get through this I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine I'm out of here <laughs> okay so can I, can I say that James Mangold is capable of making a good movie oh and like, yeah I think so and I think he made a very powerful emotionally manipulative movie like yeah. he has filmmaking powers that I would argue he's used for evil here <laughs> he no really because this movie is so upsetting and I, I was thinking about Children of Men again today and I was like why is that movie different it also makes me cry it's also really sad but there's some really key differences in Children of Men. One of them is that the main character, the main male character, is immediately sympathetic to his female charge. Like, they are friends the whole time. He he cares about her and is trying to rescue her the whole time. Logan fucking hates Laura for most of this film. And even when she's, like, trying to hold his hand and everything and being like, you're my dad, like... It's not until like the last seconds of him being alive on this earth. I know I'm like very confused why straight men are like, I just felt so emotional to this because of his connection to Laura when like he didn't have It takes one. him forever to connect to so, her. So like, what are you saying to me, straight people, that you like don't respect your child either? Like what? <laughs> it's, it's, I think people forget, like genuinely, I think people forget how upsetting Logan is as a character in this film. Like I think, how, I think, okay. Do you know what it I is? Think that's a great point. I'm about to is, let's how all scream. toxic he is. Yeah, let's all scream. Todd, what do you think it is? I have, it's fine. No, go ahead, no, go ahead. I, I love how if you go, when you scrub through this audio, you're going to get me saying, uh, you know, I'm going to piss, and then y'all interrupted me, and so the sentence stops there, <laughs> and so that's really great. So Todd's pissing during the show, okay. That's a really great pull quote. I'm going to piss a bunch of people off who liked Final Fantasy 15. Do you know what it is? Oh my God. It's that, spoilers for an older game, 
So, and, end of Final Fantasy XV, this, this game where the four male main characters have just been emotionally abusive to each other the entire fucking yep. time. Yep. And then at the end, <laughs> they're like, we're gay. Like, after you've beaten the final boss and the credits have the rolled. End, they all hold hands and they're like, you know what? We do like each other. Well, that's oh, what happens. Like, it, the credits that. have rolled. You the final it. boss is dead. <laughs> the game is over. The game is literally, oh, it's the fucking post credit scene where they finally are like, you know <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, it's the post credit scene where they're camp and Noctis who's like who's gonna die and he knows he's gonna Jesus die he's just right. like it literally just, is Logan so glad I'm here with my bros that literally is this movie that literally is this movie every straight boy I know who played that game is just like oh my god this is so emotional I felt so close to my man friends what? at this moment that game and I'm is just gay. like <laughs> yeah I it's gay, but it's sad though because what it's Final like Final Fantasy game is gay. Like truly, but truly, I think that like points that, been gayer. like cishet bros with no media literacy basically. That is just like there need... wasn't actual anal sex, and I wish there had been. I mean, it kinda, <laughs> honestly, it sounds like the game is pretty emotionally closed off and like restrained in terms of its portrayal of emotions, which is why I'd say it sounds pretty fucking straight to me. Okay, but um, <laughs> hold like, on, I, we've got thoughts about heterosexuality today. Well, I mean, okay. So so, well, no, I'm trying to answer your question, Ryan, which is, I, I think like your for answer. like straight guys. It was guys, my question? <laughs> yeah. You literally <laughs> asked why people thought this movie was so emotional. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. did ask that question. And it's because Hi, it's I'm Ryan. so this toxic is and restrained and like closed off. Yeah. And like Logan, it, this depiction of Logan is so it's fucking depressing. Wolverine. He's such an asshole. Like, like, why is he such an he asshole? He just, he never heals. He never improves. He never becomes the Logan who's capable of crying and relating to people. The right, X-Men this, TAS okay, Logan I, I, that we know. This Ryan brought this up last week. Yeah. I really agree with it. Yeah. I've thought about it since you said it. I, I just... I don't like this portrayal of Logan. It's so... And it's sad for no reason. And like... I mean, I don't Again, know who this the male of character is. at the center of Children of Men, he is depicted as being like lost, alone, all those things at the outset of the film. But then when he meets this woman who he has to save, they become friends. And that is what redeems him and makes him remember why he even gives a shit about anything again. That's that story. This movie should be that story. And I think people think it's that story. They bring that to the table. They tell themselves that's what it is. But if you watch it, it's really not that at all. It's Laura managing to get out of a series of abusive situations in a movie that's not about her and just kind of treats her as like a fun novelty. (laughs) And then she escapes at the end. And it's like, I don't know, guys. Like, I don't know why James Mango. I do know why. It's because this is how people were feeling in 2016 and 2017. They were like, America's a failed state. Everyone should go to Canada. Everything here is fucking dead and, and gone. Like, that is how people felt then. Because Trump was remember. elected. I don't, th- I don't, I, I don't think <laughs> that happened like, I liked yet. It. No, this movie came out before he was elected, right? Well, it came out right after. It came out in 2017. March but 2017. They weren't, okay, that means they weren't producing it while he was in office. But I really feel like that's how people felt, right? Like, remember how shitty the election Election felt and like the discourse that people had about America and like I mean that's every election. Well, it's not, but it's not <laughs> as if like it's not as if Trump landed in office and then there was a switch on the desk in the Oval Office that said turn everything to shit <laughs> and like he flipped it 
And yeah. suddenly America went from being like a perfect Norman Rockwell painting. To whatever's in this <laughs> movie. To the complete fuck-off disaster that we had well, I mean, while he was in office. Like, that shit had already started. Exactly. Right? Like, he, he was riding uh, that right, wave right. of, that tidal wave of yeah, shit. Yeah, and I do think that people felt that way in 2016 when this was being filmed. I remember that time period as, like, because I was just breaking up with my ex, and, like, it was this weird stasis where... Yeah, you're about to move back to Massachusetts again. Yeah, it's weird stasis of Trump versus Hillary Clinton, which was, like just craziness across the board and also Pokemon Go had come out and it was just like <laughs> yes, people true. like in everywhere playing Pokemon while that, this was happening like happened. every single person in the world and I was like and I remember at the time I was driving by this and I was like what is going on in the world? I like I feel like things are like really strange. Little did I know that we were about to enter like a 9 year crisis but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is kind of funny to watch a movie set in 2029 where they don't mention the pandemic because, of course, they don't know about it. But, like, when when yeah, Logan right. is listening to, like, the Joe Rogan radio show at the beginning of this movie, they, like, mention mutants and all the other crises, and I'm just like, this movie, it could not have predicted where we were going to go. I, a thing that I actually thought was kind of cool about this this movie, and believe me, there are not many of mm-hmm. these. The horror elements, those are my favorite. They are cool. Well, well, we talked about last time about how much we thought Charles's powers were really cool in this movie and scary. That's yes, something we do, do all they agree do is really good, good for sure. Scary. Yeah. Um, when they're when they're walking through the cornfield yep. to get to the water pump. Oh, Logan and the the farmer that he meets. Yeah. Yeah, and I I can't remember any of Me their either, names. Me either, but I don't even they, they don't they need names. The they genuinely don't need names because they will die. Yeah, they kill them in less than a half an hour after they're after I'm they're so upset. I'm so pre-upset by that by that part of the movie, but it's It okay. was pretty bad. The whole part of the movie doesn't even need to be in the it movie. It really doesn't, it's but we'll really get to it. I have some unnerving. specific things I want to say about it because I yeah, but Todd, go ahead. The water pump. They see these like gigantic automated prop harvesters yeah like combine harvesters yep. and logan who knows nothing about them is like do people really eat all this corn and the guy walking with them was like no it's corn syrup it could and you know and the part that i don't like is that it's all leading up to that like throwaway line rice has about how like there's no mutants because we spiked your soda it sounds throwaway but it's actually the most important line in the movie right yes yes <laughs> I didn't even understand what they were saying, so you guys will have to explain it to me. <laughs> I, uh, R- Ryan, there's nothing to explain. Dr. Rice created magic corn syrup that kills all mutants. That's stupid. Da, 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 Basically? Da. We're loving it. It's <laughs> not just that. He's like, we've... <laughs> there's this actually, like, quiet dystopianism of this movie that shot of the the harvesters is really beautifully done like again that's why i'm like yeah, mangled you're using your powers for evil for evil <laughs> you really are. but like everywhere everywhere they go like there's just this this vague aura of like everything went wrong and the corporations won yep and people have just accepted yes. it, and now everything's awful. Yes. Like, and I kind of, I kind of love that. Like, I it, after so many like post-apocalyptic movies where there was like a big. Yeah, no, you're right. This is like a slow. Not with a bang, but a whimper. Yeah, this is like a this is a depiction of an apocalypse that does feel familiar in that way, where it's like a bunch of bad shit just kept happening, 
over and over and over again. And now it's 2029 and everything is shit. And I mean, I, I think we can go ahead and get to the part of the movie that we're at now, which I believe is uh, Laura, Logan and Xavier driving down the highway and getting run off the road by the the robot trucks. Did we do the hotel? No, I think we the didn't. robot trucks are after the no, hotel. We didn't. No, we have the whole oh, my hotel bad, thing. My bad. Actually, did we even talk about them at the the rest stop where Laura steals? Oh the, my god! No, I, I no love that's that coming scene. up right right now. Oh my we bad. Are I'm sorry. I'm in looking... the car <laughs> and we are Logan's watching the video on Gabriella's right. phone. Oh, yeah. That she, I thought was really funny. By the way, it, the I know video? it's not supposed to. Yes, because <laughs> here's why. It's like she. It's a laugh riot. Children no, are getting let me, tortured. Let me fucking explain what <laughs> I'm saying here. Slapstick. So, like, she. Oh, it sucks when somebody's trying to talk over you, explaining the thing that you want to get out. <laughs> <Does it? laughs> yeah, Todd, I don't fucking notice. But like, oh my I, god, my whole thing is that like we're watching this video that shows us like what the labs were doing to these children. So we see them sort of abusing them, testing their powers. Like one of them commits suicide. There's a yep. birthday party and they're like running. They said, yeah. these people, and then they're, and then they get in trouble for throwing a birthday. They're like, party these the animals kids. don't have birthdays. And they like, <laughs> yeah. there's like yep. all this shit. And she's doing this voiceover. And I was like, when the fuck did this lady have that? And this was maybe yeah, when I did she have time to film this. And it's so funny. It truly, it truly that's is this even, ridiculous series of video part. game. That is not box. even the part. It's, like yes i think it's crazy that nobody saw her filming but then she took the time and to it's like, like beautifully edited that's what you're saying. it's like i was laughing it's like she like took the time to go on to her laptop and like yes. create like a, a, a dope montage presentation like a montage like, of the children sleeping <laughs> and with voiceover it's so crazy how well it's produced like, I just imagine her, like, video taking is all these screaming. videos she recorded like i would have like on my channel and like you know editing them together doing yes. a voiceover and then you're like, yeah. okay so when logan finds this i want him to be sobbing so i am going to edit it together <laughs> into like- a beautiful documentary style presentation of what these children's lives are like she has Endless time to do this. Endless time. You know that if this movie, if this movie had sent him to the actual transient facility in Mexico, he would have found this video in seven different pieces as an audio log. Yeah, that would be in the Wolverine video game. Yes, it it is. I know. I Ryan was like, "There's something wrong with this video." I'm like, "Yeah, I feel you." Like, it is such a, it is such a video game findable yep. where you're like slowly learning the backstory. And it's so well edited. I really, I really didn't even notice that Ryan, but you're so fucking right. It's hilarious. I, I how just well like the kind of thing is. I will notice in a, a movie is that kind of thing. I truly love the image, by the way, of her recording this video. But it, like, it's just a series of TikToks that so she's doing an influencer oh my voice God. all the time. And it's so it's like, like the robot there voice. Are all these mutants, and it's. So sad. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like, today we're testing out this telekinetic child. All right, let's go. Unboxing. And she like opens the jail cell. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of her going like they're totally doing illegal experiments on these children. You guys children. will not Remember believe to like and how cute these kids are, and no one even knows Give it a they're here. Up. Oh my god! Like this is and awful. subscribe. Um, so Gabriella, <laughs> I love this image of Gabriella in my head. I do too. Gabriella is another character where I'm really fucking sad that they created a character of color just to kill her dramatically, just I to mean, kill her off. Well, yeah. I don't understand why they didn't just use the character from the comic book. Like there was well, already. I don't either. 
was like, because in that context, it's like a really privileged white lady doctor who decides to help Laura and she dies over the course of that time. But that is a very different story than this brown (laughs) nurse who sacrifices everything in her fucking life and her personal safety to save one of these kids and still dies. Like, I don't know. That's a really different story, especially because it does kind of feel like it's just there to make you feel sad. If that makes sense, like it, it, it doesn't yeah. feel like it's in service of the larger message, right? Which is what exactly couldn't tell you. Like plot wise, they have to take Gabriella out of the picture so that Logan, right? Of course, takes like like Laura, Laura needs to be saved by Fine. someone, but why does it need to be this extremely put upon brown woman? Why is that the case, and why does she well, not there speak are ways English? To take her off the board you know? that aren't killing her. Yes, absolutely. Right. Like she could be, you know, the company could capture her and send her to jail or something. I don't know. She could just be like, this is as far as I can go. I'm giving her to you, Logan, and I'm going to escape. Like, that's fine, too. I don't know. Any other any number of other things could happen. Yeah. So Gabriella's phone runs out of battery because they need to have a pause on the dramatic documentary they're watching. Well, OK, the last thing that you see is that like Laura is getting bonded with the adamantium process. And yeah. then Logan's like staring at it with his reading glasses off. But at least he took the tag off. Mm hmm. He did take the tag off by this point. I love that this is also like the last time the reading glasses make an appearance for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I they're think, gone which after is, this. I thought, I it, think I thought right. it comes back one more time later in the casino, but I don't think it really... What's it the name matter. of the glasses? The glasses is like Lindsay. Anyway. <laughs> oh my God. And Taggy's gone. Um, so outside, of, they're at a gas station and Laura's sitting on one of those bucking Bronco rides and it's the cutest shit ever. Hold on. Logan is like in the car first with Xavier and yes. he's like, what is she? And Xavier goes, She's your daughter. And Logan's like, shut up. Yep. And, Xavier, and like Xavier just keeps on talking. He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And Xavier's like, but I need to pee, which I thought was funny. I yeah, I did think that was this. funny. <laughs> what is the point of this scene? <laughs> I also, I, I'm sorry. The, what we just have not mentioned jokes. is that it cuts from I need to pee to us looking at a bathroom stall, a, like a rest stop bathroom it's stall, like and what I'm assuming is rural scene, Texas. Yeah. To me, personally, I know that it's not supposed to be, but, you know. Where Logan has carried Xavier in, put him on the toilet. Like, the people cruising there is like, what's going on, you know? And yeah. Xavier's like, I can't fucking piss with you. Literally. Logan is literally standing in the stall. I don't yeah. know why he's doing this. Yeah, like, why can't he leave? I don't either. Logan's like, like, I'm what? definitely not looking. And I was like, okay, what? Yeah, Logan's there cruising with other guys and Xavier's like, can you do this somewhere else, please? (laughs) I just don't, I don't understand what that scene was for. So so Todd, what you're saying is last week you were talking about how you didn't really feel like the portrayal of taking care of an elderly uh, disabled person is fair. And you still feel that way? Shocked to hear that. (laughs) Shocked that you watched the second half of the movie and you didn't think this was a compassionate take on Logan taking care of the elderly Xavier. On elder care? Yeah, Yeah. what? Why not? You didn't like the part where X-24 stabbed Xavier before he even had the emotional closure of knowing what happened? Okay, we're not even at X-24 yet. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Let's go back to Laura on the horse. No, I actually think it's fun. It's so rare that we watch a movie for this show and Maddie's the one with an axe to grind, so I'm actually kind of enjoying it. (laughs) We're like, knowing that X-24 is her fucking nemesis and he's just gonna keep coming. Did you find a thing that was like, that was pissing you off? Yeah, Todd, did did you find something that was pissing you off? Yeah, the movie. 
<laughs> well, welcome to our life. The thing that pisses Ryan off, what is it, that Sabretooth's not in the movie? Or wh- which one, oh, I which was, one no, do you want to pick? Because like, like, that's your new thing. Ryan's new thing is Sabretooth needed to be X-24. This week is Sabretooth because it clearly was supposed to be him. And I was like, what happened here? Well, okay, but like, Ryan, okay, so last night when Ryan and I were at different times, we were watching the second half of the mm-hmm. movie. And Ryan was frantically deleting some of the things he was writing, apparently. <laughs> When Ryan crawled out of the sea and back up the bridge that he had jumped off. <laughs> yes. It was a nice swim. Yeah. Uh, he was, he, he had mentioned that X-24 was made to look like how Lev Schreiber looked as Sabretooth. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would agree with that. In X-Men Origins Wolverine. And I got to that scene and I'm like, holy shit, he's it right. It really is a similar <laughs> style. They did make Hugh Jackman look like exactly well, I don't know why. like Lev Schreiber Lee Schreiber wanted to do it. And like they, oh, am I mispronouncing his name? Oh, I'm I have sorry. no idea. Lev, I think it's Lee Schreiber. I think it's, I think it's Lev, but it might be Lee. It's Lee. Lee Schreiber. Why don't you look it up? We'll figure it out Five. along with fucking what's his name that runs Marvel. Uh, we know <laughs> that that's Feige pass. now. We know Kevin, it's, it's Feige. No, it's Feige. Feige's. All right. It's the, no. It's it's a hard G. It's okay. Feige. Ryan's right. Leave. Leave. Leave, yeah. So, Leave, and I think I think he was Leave. going to be in it. He was in this script, and for some reason, it just didn't happen. I don't know if it was like a scheduling conflict or if they just were I like, mean, "We don't want to pay him any money." I, you know, I, look, we far be it for me to speculate. I truly think James Mangold thought that the imagery of Logan battling himself was so cool. I really think that's what it is. I think he just thought that was cool, <laughs> and he was like, "Logan's battling his inner demon, his inner animal." What if he was literally battling? a version of himself that is a completely dehumanized animal who dies at the end and is never humanized in any way, despite being a human character. Which could be cool if the MCU had not been doing it for like four years at that point. Yeah, cut to that Pro ZD (laughs) video that I'm such a fan of, where it's like the Marvel characters just fight villainous versions of themselves over and over again. That's like my favorite Pro ZD joke. But like this was our complaint about WandaVision. Even Black Panther does it at the end. There's just like that long fight scene where Killmonger is also a Black Panther and the two of them just fight. And it's like not the least interesting part of what is otherwise my favorite Marvel movie. <laughs> what if the real enemy is the self? Yes. But it's another black yep, guy. Exactly. Oh what if the real enemy <laughs> is yourself? That is what that movie is. And that's what every fucking movie Except for movie. She-Hulk. She all called it out. She Hulk was like, "Yes, they did." What the fuck are we doing? I know, <laughs> which is why, is which is great. why I will love She Hulk. <laughs> it's so forever. good. I, I truly like. It was the moment. Truly, I don't even think I had even thought about that trend. I need to send you this crazy video the then, because it's so good. I've been seeing, thinking about that trend since like 20 years ago because for some reason superhero troops don't want to let that shit go even in Wonder Woman they were like now Wonder Woman's gonna fight Ares who has the same power set as her I was like Jesus Christ I was like do something else y'all also watch you've watched more MCU movies than I have I've only watched like a handful well yeah I mean and you've watched some good ones like WandaVision Ryan keeps saying WandaVision's a movie has any why Ryan it's not a movie no I'm talking about I'm talking about like well okay the MCU stuff is all over the place also Hawkeye I will say at the end of that, uh, Kate Bishop fought Kingpin, who is not the same power set, and I loved that. Well, I the that TV was shows are generally a little different. A- anyway, can we get back They're to Logan? better? Anyway, uh, so <laughs> so Laura's at a truck stop. Laura's at she's a on the the, the bucking Bronco horse, yeah, and she's banging on it like when it's because it's a western. Get it? Yeah. It's a Western. I did not get that until right now, but thank you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I, have, I have so much to say. Yeah, because Todd's actually seen the movie, Shane, 
apparently. I have not. Oh, so you just know the plot. But I, I, I researched it after watching that scene in the hotel. Yes, I also researched it and know the this plot This is too. Todd being a professor, everybody. Professor Todd. I really wish that I hadn't done it because if I hadn't, that ending monologue that Laura has at the very end of the movie would not have pissed me off as much as yeah, it Yeah, because James Mangold just had this moment where he was like, I don't think I can write a closing monologue for my movie, so I think I'm just going to take it from another movie. I'm literally just going to take it from a Western, like one of the most famous Westerns of all time. Oh my god. Alright, so anyway, inside the fucking gas station, Laura is rocking Stealing around the convenience store. Shit. Yeah. I love uh, it. She's a child, she's eating Pringles. She's never she's lived in the regular shit. world, so she doesn't no. know about money. She doesn't, and she puts on the glasses. The clerk comes over, and she's, he's like, you've got to pay for that. And she just stares at him, so she tries to run away. And he takes the chips, and she just throws him on the ground and takes out her claws and starts screaming. A Logan yep. runs over and grabs her and is like, not okay. It's and really then he's funny, like, actually. But then the, the funnier <laughs> part after that is that he's like, do you guys have sell any chargers? And the guy just points at them. And Logan then steals that and cigars and leaves. And yep. I was like... He still leaves. doesn't pay for anything. I, the thing... No, that's what I'm saying. The thing I noticed about what he... How he talks to Laura, though, is that it's the way you talk to a puppy. I noticed that, too. Yes, again, that is how everybody talks to Laura in this movie right. for a while. He's like, no, is, down, again, he goes, bad. not okay, not okay. Yeah. You know who else gets talked to that way? Logan. X24. Oh, oh my God. God. But he never gets to become human. Okay, so this is this is a great example of why this movie. <laughs> Did I do that on purpose? Yes, I did. This yeah. is a great example of why this movie doesn't work for me at all, is because Logan is so. He's not empathetic to Laura whatsoever, At all, but which is he not be. who he, he is be. in the also, comic books. And also, sorry, he's a character screaming. who you are. But he also <laughs> is like somebody who, who canonically in the comic books and the other TV shows that we've watched is that when somebody yes. is dealing with this, something yes. like Laura, he is the first to stand up and like he brings in him whole, his whole self and he's yep. very like emotional about it and he like he's like i'll i'll take you in i'll help you work through your trauma because i understand it that is the story in x-men evolution too like that is the original story with x-23 she's the one who's emotionally closed off and scared logan is the one who's like i see myself in you and he's so freaked out and upset but that doesn't drive him away from laura it drives him to keep searching for her and run through the woods and try to find her i know exactly over and over again be like you deserve to be a person and not yeah. the object that they tried to make you into. That is that story. That is what this is supposedly based yeah, on. I just it's it's so hard for me to watch this movie and see a version of Wolverine who just has no empathetic like value at all except for Xavier, which I'm like, what? And like I mean, I do feel like those scenes with him and Caliban and there, there was a point in time where Logan probably stopped being a dick long enough to like entertain a relationship with Caliban and then it, that went south too. I don't know. It's just a very strange version of Wolverine who like doesn't have any of his qualities except that sometimes he screams fuck a bunch of times. And I'm like, <laughs> who is this person? I don't know well, who here's, it is. Here's what bothers me about the way that they've depicted Logan. I mean, other than everything you just said, which is yep. true. But like I keep I keep looking at this going like okay, trauma could do this to somebody, yep. right? 100%. Like some something so bad could happen to you 
that you turn into this person. No, but I'm like, that's did. believable. But the problem is that the movie is like, yeah, that definitely happened. And I'm like, cool. Are you going to explain it to me? And the movie's nope. like, no. Nope. We don't get to find out which X-Men Xavier killed. We don't We don't get to see what Apparently happened. All yeah, all we know is that this vague bad thing happened off camera a long time before the movie started. And now everyone's an asshole. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't... You need to you tell us. This. And they did. They didn't, and it sucks there's so like a, there's bad. There's like a, a, a movie missing somewhere here. There really is a movie missing. I mean, there kind of is. There really is. Okay. Okay. Like, Honestly, this is what needed to happen. James Mangold needed to do a trilogy that was like I the agree. Wolverine, and then somewhere in the middle, do like Onslaught, and like that would have worked. Yeah, something like that. Like there needed to be another movie in here between the Wolverine, <laughs> which again is Logan healing from his trauma in the Wolverine, like making friends with Yukio, figuring out who he is as a person. Where's like, Yukio? You where's I mean? Yukio? Like, what happened to all I these mean, characters he we invented? Talked about I don't that, do, you, but... do you know what's deeply funny? Do you know what would have fixed a whole ton of this? Putting in Yukio? A Weapon X flashback. Oh my no. god. No! They did. They we are... finally have it. We finally have a movie with no Weapon X flashbacks. That's wrong. And it we just, just been actually helpful. We just had one, Todd. We just yeah, had one on Gabriella's documentary. We just we did have one. It's just now it's a gender swapped at a Weapon X flashback. Oh Genuinely, we do still have one, but we don't have one for the character we need one for. I agree. We need something, yeah. and we don't get so it. So moving forward, <laughs> the phone is now charged, and Logan continues watching the video, and we, we get see, to see like how fucked up things are. We get to see Laura cutting herself and healing, and cutting Jesus, herself and healing. Really sad. God, that was yeah. upsetting. There's like there's Ooh. like there's a bunch of shots of like children being hit and abused. We see like parts of Logan's body all over the place, and it says X twenty four, and yeah. like that's stupid. We're like, oh, then boy. Gabriella's like, there's a place. <laughs> For mutants called Eden. Yes. Um, Not in the comics, by the way. Not in the comics. Where are they going? To Canada? Is that where they're trying to get to? They're going to Canada. But, Ryan, it's not from the comics. It's not explained in this movie. It's not anything. Nothing is explained. This is one thing the movie did that I was kind of okay with, but I wish they had been a little more artful about. Okay. So, when Logan first meets Laura back at uh, Casa de Logan, back in rural Mexico... She has her backpack. He goes to her bag and, yeah, and in her backpack is an actual X-Men comic Mm -hmm. looking like a real-world X-Men comic. And what we find out is that she has been, not only has she been, but, like, all of the kids that Transigen was had had been reading these X-Men comics. Where'd they get them? But that they're just... Gabrielle got them. But they're just fictionalized. They're fictionalized, according to Logan, they're fictionalized versions of stuff that actually happened to the X-Men that got exaggerated into, which, you know, happens in the real world all the Mm -hmm. time. And also is a classic Marvel Comics thing where there's comics within the world of Marvel. Yeah, I mean, that's how we learned that Abraham Lincoln had the power to time travel and also built robots. (laughs) Yeah, and kill zombies. (laughs) All all that stuff happened. But, like, this, the whole concept of Eden is... A thing that's from a comic book. But Gabriella, despite being a nurse, is apparently too fucking stupid to figure out that the so like the numbers are latitude and longitude. Yes. And they are pointing at a place in North Dakota that's near the Canadian border. And Gabriella's like, get her to Eden which is at this location. And in a scene not too long from now, Logan finds the comic book one of the comic books in Laura's bag and opens it to a page where they find 
Eden because it happened in the comic book. Mm-hmm. And the and like the stinger, of course, is that some of the kids are already literally at that spot, which maybe Gabriella Yeah, like knew. they actually go to this random place yeah. in, in the middle of nowhere in the comic book, but they actually just go there and they're like, this is the place that we, the kids, are going to meet. I mean, there's also like, I think there's commentary here that's like right in the face where it's just like, yeah, they're getting out of their shit situation from America and trying to cross the border yeah. into Canada where... I mean, like, it's safer for them because, like, there's Why multiple times in this where Pierce Pierce screams multiple times in this where he's like, we can't let them cross the border because then we can't do anything. It's right. kind of what was happening. Well, it's it's probably, like, because they're, you know, a corporation and it's like Canada may, maybe has different laws about how corporations deal with blah, I blah, mean, blah, yeah. blah, yeah, blah, Yeah, essentially, blah, they don't have jurisdiction there, which doesn't make sense because Alkali is already in Mexico. None of this makes sense. We hold on. Doesn't make sense because isn't Alkali Lake in Canada? I don't know, Ryan. Transigen the the Weapon X location though is in Mexico though, right? These movies don't even know where they are. Well, the trans. I think the truth is it's supposed to be like a big multinational corporation, so the whole Canada thing doesn't really work. But it's a it's a Western, so as soon as they get over the border, they're safe for some reason. Even though in real life they would just be still killed because they'd just be over the border and. They keep getting chased. But the whole like the whole thing with the comic book is this like this whole theme through the movie of life as an X-Man isn't actually like the comic book. Yes, that is the point. Yeah. And there is kind of like this this aura of the kids are like, oh, my God, I want to be like the heroes in the comic books. And that goes a lot with, with Logan is like, but the reality is violence and hatred and none of this shit happened and they made it look pretty and i'm like okay so thanks for taking literally all of the hope for the future out of all of their lives so good job real feel good movie i'm really i'm I'm well i feel like it is supposed to be implying that laura and the kids made the comic book real with the power of their own belief like what? at the no. point where Xavier says it's real for Laura, when Logan is like screaming at him, like it's from a fucking comic book. This place isn't well, real. I mean, that's like that's like Santa Claus for children, right? But it is kind of real though because they actually make a place in the Corbins. They literally, they literally did it, right? do build a house there. I don't know how. I don't know how, no, but they have a I, fucking. I don't, I, don't th- lever I don't think they built system. the house. I think that house was just already there, and they it, just it, okay. This is going to sound so dumb, but it looks like the place from Firewatch, which it makes does. it seem to me like it's an abandoned. Yeah. Like that Firewatch was my takeaway from it as well. State Park Ranger Station or something but like that. But they're also like semi-organized because when they get there, Richter's like calling a woman on the phone and she's like, okay, the cameras are going to be down during these hours. And it's like, who's helping these children? There's so much we never find out. We'll never find and out. And we're supposed to just be like, that's cool. We don't know what's happening. But that's like the point in the movie way later when it, it turns out that Eden is a real place. And so my argument is that, I mean, Logan says Santa Claus is real too, Ryan. He's a mutant. He is a mutant. And Logan <laughs> later on is like screaming that these are dramatized versions of things that happen. So I think at one point the X-Men were trying to get to a safe spot 
in that this comic book that Laura is reading is a dramatized version of that. And something happened up there. Probably Xavier's brain went crazy and killed all of them. But I don't think that's related to the actual Eden that Laura gets to. Well, I don't know either. I'm just saying the point is that I think this did happen to Logan in the X-Men and something bad happened. It's like bringing up all this trauma for Logan because he keeps screaming about it. Well, yeah. Because he can't even stand to look at the comic book and all right. that. I mean, that's he what has, I'm saying. He's so broken as a person that he can't engage with Laura in any meaningful way and be like, "Okay, so you guys are meeting here. This is just a comic book, though." Like, well, what? he brings that up later, sure. And he just she just rips him a new one. But we'll talk about that. But anyway, so that's that's that. Do you guys want to go to Las Vegas? Because this is probably there's two scenes in this movie that I like. One, oh, they're not they're not they're in actually Vegas, not. It is oh, a casino, right. but it's Oklahoma City. Apparently, it is. it's Oklahoma you're right, you're City. Right, right. Which, for the record, like I went and looked on Google Maps, and if they started at the Texas border, like the most charitable read, like the farthest to the Oklahoma, the closest to the Oklahoma border in Texas that they could have started, it's still like a nine ten hour drive. Yeah, to Oklahoma City. So they've been on the road for a while by the time they get here. Because Laura, Laura falls asleep for uh, like a day and she wakes up and she's like, "Where are we?" And Logan's just like, "Oklahoma." Yeah, whatever. So. <laughs> Well, he did play curly. Logan, he, he, the musical. He was in Oklahoma. He was. At he one played point, curly. So. It's true. Um, so they get to this casino slash hotel and I don't, they see, they see the matching cowboy clothes in the display. Well, hold on. You're missing one of my favorite parts of the movie where Logan pulls up with the shitty limo that's broken apart and covered in bullet holes and everyone's staring at it. He hands the guy that like is going to park it and he goes, keep it out front. And I was like, that's hilarious (laughs) to me. I really really enjoyed that. It's really, really funny. It was a very Quentin Tarantino kind of joke. And I was like, all right, I like this. That's funny. I I would, I would argue that there's two scenes in the movie. They like one, when Laura reveals that she is Wolverine's clone and kills like 300 cyborgs. And then this other section here in the hotel. And then I don't give a shit about the rest of the movie. I really don't. But this scene is great. Everything that happens here. Like, you mean them seeing the clothes and Logan being like, we're not going to get anything. Well, like, and then eventually, like, Xavier's brain exploding. But yeah, yeah he's, that he's, seems he's cool. looking at the clothes. I love this was fun, too, because like Xavier's like, well, we need clothes, Logan. And so then they get on the elevator and they have all these bags and Xavier's like excitedly going through the bag and putting on a hat. Yeah, he puts on a trilby. It's funny. And Logan's just like, what are you doing? And like, it's just this chaos situation that's really funny to me where Logan is dealing with his dad and daughter both being obnoxious. Where it's Laura's really hitting sweet. all the buttons on the elevator. Yes, of course. And Classic Xavier's child like, you move. gotta put on this hat. This one's yours. It's like, I'll do it later. And then the door's opening and somebody's trying to get in. He's like, sorry, there's a chair in here. And like Logan's like, what the fuck? Is-? I, I, I thought it was really funny. I thought it was a good dynamic. They did a good job. I wish the movie had more of these found family moments where they all seem to be getting along. I also really love Xavier like tried to shove a cap at Logan being like, this one's yours. You have to put it on. It's, like- <laughs> it's sweet. I mean, it's nice when the characters seem like they care about each other. Even though Logan's being cranky here, you can tell that it's with love. I mean, that's part of why this scene works at all. So they all get dressed. They're in a hotel room together. And this is the scene where uh, Charles and Laura are watching the movie Shane on the hotel TV. They are specifically watching the famous speech from the end of the movie where Shane. So, okay, Shane, the movie based on Shane, the book is about a cowboy named 
Shane. What? Uh, and he comes to like, I know shocking and he goes to like a little town on the the frontier basically where a bunch of people are trying to homestead so they're basically like we are trying they're like trying to make a town basically they're like this is our land and we live here now and a rich asshole tries to run them off the land because he wants it for himself welcome to the plot of like every fucking western ever (laughs) and they hire shane to protect them Basically, and Shane, you know, over the course of the movie, Shane, like, does a whole bunch. He's a gunfighter. Like, he does a whole bunch of violent shit right up to the end of the movie where he kills the bad guys. And the the kid of this family named Joey thinks Shane is just the coolest. He's like, oh, my God, he's got guns and a horse and that's so cool. Yeah, and he's a cowboy. Right? And so sick. Yeah, and so Joey idolizes Shane, and Shane's parents are like, "Fuck!" Right? Like they don't want their kid to turn into this. Yeah. And the end of the movie, like Shane is like, "Okay, it's time for me to go." Right? Like I, I did my job. I killed the bad guys. It's time to go. And Joey's like, "No, no, Shane, don't." And go. isn't Shane also on the brink of death as he's like riding away? Yeah. Well, Joey, Joey notices. Sorry, I'm totally going by the Wikipedia summary, but like Joey notices that Shane is bleeding. This movie has been like like parodied like a thousand times hasn't it now that you're describing to me yes. like i feel like i just watched a futurama episode about this story mm-hmm. <laughs> it was about this yeah. well i mean and the implication is that like shane may have been like mortally wounded and is basically holding on long enough to not die in front of this kid yeah but he saved the town yeah somehow and he ga- he gives this whole speech which laura and xavier are watching to joey about like once you've killed someone, you like you got to live with that. Like even if it was a bad guy, right? Like it it mark. He's basically like it marks you. Like choosing to kill somebody marks you for life, and you just kind of had to deal with that. And then he rides off into the distance, and Joey shouts, "Shane, no!" Although he doesn't, he doesn't do it on camera because I had to Google the name of the movie, and I did not know it at the time. But then realized it at the end of the movie that they were setting this up as like a parallel for logan and laura, and laura. yeah they i feel are. like that only works if Where you've laura seen that is, movie laura is joey and logan is like Shane. so like i feel like you would have to know westerns well enough to understand that the this famous western story that this movie that we've not seen but i don't know if you do need to because i think laura just repeating the lines at the end works fine even if you haven't seen i wasn't it. fucking listening to what the tv was saying personally i think it's one of those things where like it works better if you recognize and also like the film, why would you remember that an hour and a half later? Well, because there's not that much that happens in the movie, right? It's, it's not that hard to follow. <laughs> but Todd's argument is actually that if you know what the movie Shane is, this movie sucks because you're like, oh, this is just the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would exactly. agree with because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this haunting monologue she's saying at the Yukio? end. Like, <laughs> I didn't understand why she was saying that. So I just was kind of like, oh, this is like a weird Western monologue. Ryan just still <sighs> screaming this in the I background. I stand by what I said last week. Yukio saw where Logan dies and went, I'm not getting involved. Yep, she's, she's good. <laughs> and is, is back in Japan hanging out with Mariko, drinking Margs. Vibing. Just vibing. Just vibing. Being like, America seems fun fucking crazy these days like <laughs> Marco's like have you heard from Logan's son <laughs> Yukio like, just flips out her who? sunglasses goes nope <laughs> takes a big sip of her margarita oh my God, yes I love this timeline now actually <laughs> okay so then Laura is rolling around in Xavier's chair 
And Xavier's telling Laura that he saw that film for the first time in a movie theater when he was Laura's age. And meanwhile, Logan's going through files. I wonder if that math works out. Because that movie was... I think so. Because, Who the um, fuck knows when this movie is taking place? So I don't know what to tell you. 2029. 2029. He's, he's 97 in this movie. When did Shane come out? 1953. 1953. So 2039 minus 97. Xavier was born in 1942. Okay. So he was 11. 11. Works. He was Laura's age. That's perfect, actually. All right, I guess that works out. That's good. Good. Good for you, screenplay writer. <laughs> anyway, um, so you know that he's 97 because it would have made him 11 when he watched oh, the yeah. movie, right? That's exactly right. That's that's the only reason. That's the only, I agreed completely, Todd. Logan Logan is going through these files. This already annoyed me because what the first one was Dominic Petros, which is Avalanche, and I was like, okay, you're gonna Ryan have both. gets so upset by ideas like this, and I no one else cares. But Ryan's okay, like, but, Dominic then- Petros <laughs> isn't actually the father of Richter, so why would he be related to Avalanche? That no, doesn't but make like that's any not what's sense. happening. He's, this is just a child, and so the next well, one, he's a clone. He's the clone of Dominic Petros, and he becomes Richter. Oh wait. I see now. Okay, I, I thought that was what you hated about I, it. I thought no. I thought that <laughs> I thought they were saying that that was him. No, Ryan Richter is a clone of Avalanche. Uh, okay, that makes so much more sense because I was yeah. very confused on the next one. Yeah, where I said, didn't understand why you were so mad about this. I was like, it makes about as much sense as anything else. Well, the next one it says Christopher Bradley, who was in X Men Origins Wolverine. I'm like, he's not. We already introduced him. I was well, like, but Ryan, okay, yeah, okay, Ryan, you literally that's don't Mary understand Brandy this. Buck and he died so at the state fair. Christopher Bradley's genes were used to. <laughs> I understand. You don't need to explain it to me now. I understand don't get now. It. <laughs> I mean, that, that sort of explains why the next file it was. Laura and it says source DNA Logan. I was like, why is his name there now? Oh my god, like, Ryan! Once again, Ryan, watch the film. Didn't understand. We promise the Deadpool episode's uh, uh, not going to be like this, guys. It's not going to be like this. Why are you making this, this promise? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because Ryan, if we get to the Deadpool movie, I love how I say that, and you don't jump if, off a bridge. When we get to the Deadpool movie, if you start talking about continuity, I will throw you off. Yeah, the bridge. you got it. It's Deadpool. Yeah, that movie specifically is like continuity, no worky. This is hilarious to me because I actually find that Deadpool 1 and 2 are more like more continuous with the comic books than any of the other Fox films. Does that well, make they any are. sense? No, I'm they like, are. These are actually like closer in canon than anything else that we've seen. So, well, yeah, because you have said Ryan Reynolds. Like, no, no, we are talking about Logan and we're an hour in. Okay. We have right, made right, it like right, five right. minutes. Okay, so, we've made it through five minutes. Of I know. So this is when Laura, Logan finds the comics about Laura that Laura's carrying. We don't need to cover that again. This no. is when he yells at her. And that's when he's like, real bad shit happens in the world. And Xavier goes, I'm pretty sure Laura doesn't need to be reminded about how fucked up the world is. Oh, the line that he has, I actually loved. It's, I don't think Laura needs reminding of life's impermanence, yeah, I Logan. Did, yeah. Which, yeah. I enjoyed that. And then, exactly really good good then Logan tells Laura to give Xavier two more pills in one hour. And then the Reavers are at the gas station that Logan and Laura went to and the clerk gets scared and he's oh, like, yeah. who are you guys? More cops? Because I already told them everything I know. And meanwhile, Caliban's barely alive in the back of the truck and they throw him into a cage like an animal and he says, you did your job, bitch. And that's when Logan goes to the sketchy bridge where he's like, hey, fellas. And he like, yeah, offers what them, is up with this part? I don't know. It seemed very gay to me. Well, okay. He was getting rid of the limo because that's how they were going to find him, right? Like, that's just losing a tail 101. Right. So he just finds a bunch of 
random men under a bridge and gives them the limo keys. Scrap, there's scrappers. Okay. There's scrappers. Todd, they're going to sell Todd this car. put this together. They're, I definitely was like, who are these men? Who they're, are they're, they? They're scrap guys. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna scrap the car. They gave him a little bit of money. And that's what he takes to the sketchy car dealership. Yes. To buy a new car. Buy a truck. And I truly loved where the, the salesman's giving him the hard sell on this car. And he's just like, oh, my God, if I give you a hundred extra dollars, will you just give me the fucking car and let us go? And she's like, yeah, OK, fine. <laughs> but we've got to put new tires on it. Yeah, <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. That was funny. He's like, I, and thought, he's like, no, I thought the buying a car scene was cool. It's funny. It was funny. It's good. Yeah, it makes and sense. She, and he was like, how long is that going to take? She's like, I don't know, like an hour or two. And Logan sees a bar nearby, and so then we, go we to cut the bar. instantly to him in a it bar. It is like yeah. it is yet another gay bar to me, like a weird, seedy gay bar that Logan is hanging out at. I said this on Blue Sky the other day, and I was like, I don't understand how many straight men resonated so emotionally with this movie when it's like the queerest representation of Logan that has appeared in any film. It's true, he is in a gay marriage in this film, and he's presented as actually queer in this movie, which is interesting that they chose that. I mean, straight men are allowed to relate to a story about a sad gay man. No, 100%, but it's like, why is this the one? I, I'm like, I think there needs to be some further unpacking over Well, because here. he's sad and he can't, he's not in touch with his emotions. Yeah, that's why. And also, like, has a terrible relationship with his daughter, so I don't understand that. I, yeah, anyway, straight so men can the relate bar. to that. Logan's reading through the comics, and even though he's just bitching about them, but he's gotta, yeah, like, he's, find he out what happened. he keeps reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, I do like this little piece where she sees a part where Rogue who canonically yes. in these movies, he and him have like a history together, trips and falls off a cliff and he catches her. And we see this moment of Logan looking really sad. And I yes. was like, That's, I like that I, too. I liked that too. And it was like a nice, a nice tie in for his relationship to her from X-Men 2000. So mm-hmm. I thought that was cute. And then he realizes that the coordinates that Gabriella had given him are the ones in this comic book to eat him. And he goes, she's just fuck, 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 fuck. This is a radar movie. So now I can say fuck 35 times in a row. Fuck. And yeah. then, then Logan goes back to the casino where he sees that the Reavers have showed there. up. Yep. Yeah. And he sneaks and by the security guards. Excellent scene where Logan's walking and then suddenly we hear this high pitched noise and everyone freezes. And there's, I mean, some people just freeze in motion while others are grabbing their heads and others people are just standing there with their mouths, mouths wide open like they're twisted in pain. Yeah. It's excellent. It is it's so good. good. I'm sure it freaked you out, Todd. I'm sorry. No, like, I, it I, is I, like, I genuinely enjoyed it. I thought, okay, let me yeah. let me clarify. I thought like, it was cool. I'm not, I'm not really a horror person, but I think a lot of it comes down to like, I don't, like the whole jump scare adrenaline shit, like that's, well, and Blood and gore. Like, Not a fan of that. So a lot, a lot of movies that would be called horror, I don't. Are you more of like a like thriller like Japanese horror type of horror guy? Fuck yeah, that's no. way scarier. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, like but there's ghosts. no jump scares. God, it's, no. it's like ghosts and like subtle creepy shit. So that's why I was asking. Yeah, but it's, it's more psychological. I, I and that's also scary though. I don't really like like I like the closest I come to enjoying horror is some hitchcock stuff that's fair so like very very understated psychological horror but i just i appreciated that they they do a good it's like you said like they do a good job of making these seizures on xavier's part feel like terrifying well you really get a sense of like what the fuck is going on with the people that they're happening to 
Yeah, the actors like like Ryan was who describing are frozen with and the, they can only move their eyes or they are yeah. clutching their heads and completely immobile. I mean, it's good. It's such a neat twist on the like complete freeze frames mm-hmm. thing that they did in the other Fox movies. Yeah, I yeah. think it's really cool. Where it made it seem more like he was stopping time. Yeah, whereas now it's like he's stopping people's brains, but not well, and they're in a hell of a lot of pain, and they're going to remember every fucking second of it. And they, they right. also can't breathe, which is an important thing that Caliban brought up in the last right. time this has happened, yeah. where he was like, I couldn't breathe. I almost died. Yeah, because they're without oxygen for however long yeah. this is. And I do enjoy that Logan, We get, it's making this high-pitched noise. This sound in this movie is one of the things I actually can compliment. The music oh, and the yeah. sound. It's the, the, music same, is it's the same really composer good. as Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> it is with, with one exception that I'm going to mention later. But I agree. Okay. 99% agree. There's one exception where I was like, what are you fucking doing with the soundtrack? I can't wait but to we'll find out what it is. I don't know. I, I have no I guesses. think I do know, but we'll get there when we get there. And so, anyway, so this high-pitched noise is going off, and Logan is... I, I like the, the sound for music. It's like... Yeah. It was, it's very horror. We get a very long scene of him trying to, like... it's getting steadily higher in yeah, pitch. It's, the longer yeah, it's going it's, on. It's like obvious it's not going to stop. And so Logan's going through the casino. Yeah, and he's, he can he's barely also walk. struggling to get through it. He's, but he he's at least screaming. Can he's go. like crashing into people who are on the ground falling freeze frame with their head. Like they're like grabbing their heads and freeze frame falling to the ground. It, it's really cool. We see him get into the elevator and he could barely walk across. Like at this point, I'm thinking like, Xavier's brain has been going off for at least three to four minutes, and I don't know how any of these people are alive at this yeah, point. Yeah, we're supposed to believe like, they th- they survive after this because the radio describing it later says they survive. It's just that they were all injured. I by think it. some of them did not survive, but we can get to that. And so, like Logan is clawing his way across the hotel because he can barely stand. Like, up. Literally, literally using his claws to yeah. climb literally down the hallway. Yeah, they make it look like he's walking against a really heavy wind. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a really interesting visual choice when this is all happening in his. That's head. funny. I envisioned it more as like the gravity is so strong that he has to like pull himself yeah, forward. I, I, it could I be kind that of wondered too. too. Like, is is there a shockwave sensation that Xavier is sending out? And the closer you get to him, the harder it is to approach him. I don't think. I don't think so. I think it's just. It's, I think it's just painful. I think. I it's think just it's pain. just the pain is so debilitating, right. and it increases the closer you get to Charles. Yeah, presumably. and like yeah. that, we we get to the hotel room. There's a reaver break in with this gun out and you mentioned this last week Todd where like that one all you can see is his eyes moving his eye swivels to Logan while the rest of him's frozen and then Logan kills that dude and he comes and he kills all the Reavers who are (laughs) like yeah so there's a bunch of Reavers who are now in the hotel room and they're all attacking or trying to get Laura but Charles went haywire before him. And Laura, and Laura's like Logan is able to sort of move through this because she like, they're both healing and also not healing at the same time, because that's how this interacts with this thing. So she's like army crawling across the floor and also screaming. She's grabbing yep. the needle to pass it to Logan who manages who's trying to get over there. And like, he stabs Xavier in the neck and then everything stops and all everyone just falls to the ground. Everyone outside just falls to the ground and screaming. There's one reaver that gets up and Laura jumps up and kills him. Yep. It, it's very, it's very cool. I, I don't know. I, I love this scene. I think it's one of the better scenes in the whole film. So it's good. Yeah. It works. Excellent it's horror terrifying. Shit. And then and then Logan picks up Xavier and starts going, and I <laughs> will always learn. 
love you. Oh my God, what? No, he just puts him <laughs> in the chair and then they wheel the fuck out of the casino. They're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I do appreciate that Logan just tells Laura, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah, he does. I don't, I don't, I don't think Laura was questioning They run the fuck out of the hotel, but everyone's so busy recovering from Xavier's bullshit that they don't notice. I think this is interesting because you, you were talking about did they die or not? And look, first of all, Xavier's being wheeled through there and he's going, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then we see people who are getting up and helping each other, but then there's others that are just like straight up dead on the floor. So like, I think some people did die. I don't I don't think it's unbelievable that some people died, but I don't think it's a situation where like everybody died. I also no, don't, I don't think, think the so movie either. ever says that they did. I mean, this is another thing where it's just like, who knows? The closest we ever come is that bit on the radio. And the radio thing does say a lot of people got like seriously injured and ended up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, it's believable that like, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I can't believe I'm about to say this. It's kind of like COVID, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be lethal if you're vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. But like, if you've got, you know, a very elderly person, for example, right? Yeah. like this was a casino, <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. Are, there are probably a bunch of like 80, 90 year olds mm-hmm. who, who did not make probably it that. didn't make it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But we don't know. We don't know. We never get to find out. I mean, there's no time. We don't spend any time with that because the movie zips around all over the place. Yeah, it's also very and really, slow. It, it kind of doesn't matter because in about mm, 25 minutes, Savior's going to be dead anyway. So it doesn't. Yeah, it's not like this is going to keep being an issue. Spoilers, sorry. But it's also like, why wouldn't Xavier just be like, just kill me, man? Like, I can't control this. Yeah. Why am I alive? Yeah. I'm 97. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't know. Anywho, uh, so they get in the truck. I, I think there's a moment where Pierce at least knows that he lost them. Yeah, no, that yeah. that happens for sure. And then it cuts over to... They're listening to the radio, describing what happened. Laura's unlocking and locking the door repeatedly like it's Demon 2 again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. It's <laughs> like She keeps unlocking it, locking it, and Logan's getting mad. And Xavier's like, he's, she's a child, Logan. Like, calm the fuck down. It, at one point, yeah, it's crazy that Xavier is the sympathetic... Maybe this is why I don't like this movie, is it's like, you have to understand that Logan's a piece of shit, and he has no empathy. And Xavier is so nice. And Xavier's a and nice person. Kids. And I'm like, what is happening in this movie? I don't understand who these characters are. They are not the characters that have been in the previous films or any comic book. And yet this is also a movie that depicts Xavier as being just as fucking terrifying and out of control, powers-wise, <laughs> as he actually would be. And yet we're supposed supposed to be sad when he dies like it's really emotionally confusing to watch that i'm not gonna lie i i am interested i'm gonna be interested in like whenever we get to it which should be shortly but like i'm gonna be interested to hear about what you two think about Logan or not logan the family fuck logan uh about, about xavier's um monologue oh, when he dies yeah. before he dies where he's just like this was this was the most perfect day i've had in a long time and i don't deserve it yeah yeah I mean, that's on par with, like, the Fox film, Xavier. I don't know if it is. I actually think it's darker than anything any of the other Fox films have done with him. Is it that far off from Days of Future Past when it was James McAvoy, like, running around being like, Xavier doesn't live here anymore. I'm drunk. Yeah, but I feel like that those movies also include moments where like James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender are happy together again. Like, they still have the idea. No, but he's young, you know, like the implication is that he's going to figure it out. And this movie argues that he doesn't. I mean, it it argues that Logan doesn't either. You know, that's why this movie's tough. That's a dismal end for like the 
representation of marginalization, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Anyway, there are trucks. So yeah. anyway, the trucks Logan's like drivers. Logan is like, Xavier, how long is it since you took the pills? And Xavier's like, I don't know. But Logan's like, okay, if that had gone on any longer, everyone would have been dead. And Xavier's like, I <laughs> did what I had to do to save Laura. And Logan goes, you didn't fucking do anything. You just freaked out and had a fucking seizure, which I actually thought was a funny line. I was yeah. like, honestly, <laughs> Xavier's pretending like you that was on anyone, purpose. You didn't save anyone, you dumb bitch. You just had a freak out. <laughs> and, and there's like another line later on where they're still arguing and Logan's like, there's nothing easy about you, Charles. And Xavier just goes, yes, please be like the rest of the world. Blame me for your more boring shit which i was like i love that they're both calling each other out on like their stupid shit honestly i know that you think it was logan and caliban who had the couple but there's a tiny part there is a bit of that a little bit like no i don't feel that tiny vibe i feel like it's like more like xavier's like logan's dad and like they're just like weird parental that's much more that's much more the vibe but they have like some serious bickering couple energy they do and a couple places the like the dinner that we're yeah, about to get to. No, you're right. Well, so Xavier- this is also the scene, by the way, where Logan's like, "Take your pills," and he makes Xavier show him his mouth. He's like, like "Show me." Show me yeah, I love. Makes that. him prove that he's actually taking him. I, I, you know, Patrick Stewart. I love him. What an amazing actor! Like he's, he's hilarious. So funny. He's, he's just great. like, uh, like I, I fucking love this dude. This like, is why the movie works in so many ways that it shouldn't work. It's just the performances, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like the story is shit, and like these characters are not characters I know. But I also really love all the actors in this film, including Donald Pierce. Yeah, and he's the good. guy that plays Doctor Rice. I think they're all really good. Like I'm like the acting on this movie is in the sound cues is what's really saving the movie from being completely unbearable at this point. Mm-hmm. This is also also the moment where Logan says that all the Eden shit was made up from comic books and Charles goes, what are you talking right. about? And then Logan forces the pills at him and it, it doesn't quite get resolved in this scene. But th- this is the moment where it starts getting introduced to Charles that it was in a comic book and Charles is kind of like putting that together and they have another conversation about it later. Yeah. And then I know there's a quick cutaway scene where we see Donald Pierce meeting up with not Mr. Sinister, but that's like not even important because like they don't even do anything with that scene. So I'm like, I don't know why the scene just wasn't later with the other scene, but the only reason it's there is is to imply that they're going to rip off the seal on X-24. I thought there were no lines here and Caliban was just watching them. There's a, I would have to go back and look, but I think this, like it doesn't explicitly say it, but this scene implies that like, because they couldn't get them in Oklahoma, now they're going to have to bring out the big guns. The mm. big guns being like Wolverine the still. Big gun the big guns are X-24. X-24. Yeah. Oh my God. That kind of makes sense, I guess. And then we cut to the the robot trucks, which when I was talking about like the like the subtle dystopia. Why why you guys keep on calling them robot trucks? Are they robot trucks? Yes. Like I don't understand. Yes. How do you know that? Because Charles has a line that says that. He what? They mention it and then later on, um, when the dad and the family is explaining all of the little things that the rich guy is trying to do to push him off his land. Yep. Jazz hands. Uh tinkering with the water and tinkering with the AI of the trucks that try to run them off the road. Uh, I see. Yeah, it's a deliberate so thing. So that's what these well, trucks I'm are trying to do. I'm glad that you explained that because I don't, I didn't catch that line. I just yeah, the movie doesn't. The movie's very, it, it, has, it doesn't I, do I it very I don't even well. mean that. I even understand that those were like robot trucks. I just did not understand why suddenly Logan like couldn't drive anymore and like it was full on Mario Kart. I was like, what's happening? Why, what, and then also the black family that was happening to him also. And I just thought they were bad drivers. No, like not that the truck drivers. No, You're now telling me that the trucks are robots. We have transformers that are just working for the U.S. government. 
<laughs> Whatever. Well, well, the only thing we know is that Logan calls them auto trucks and that he doesn't like them. Roll out. Well, Let's also, go. also, Charles <laughs> says you're screaming at a machine when Logan is cursing. You're screaming trucks. at a machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically, this is like a a near future imaginary where it's like, okay, all truck drivers, like transit drivers have been replaced by AI driven trucks, which is is not something that we have any hope of developing at this time, Um, even though we keep pretending we're going to be able to develop AI. Well, we have like the self-driving cars, but we still have to beat them. They don't work at all. (laughs) But but they're terrible. They're really bad. So they're, they're in the truck and they're on like a country divided highway out in the cornfields of the Midwest. There's a meteor that crashes into the cornfield and they're like, what was that? And the, the Kents come out and there's a child in the meteor, you know. <laughs> My fucking kind of. <laughs> so there's, we say one, there, there's not one truck, there's like three or four of these and they're they're huge. Like they're the whole lane. Yeah, they're like 16 trucks. Like they're very yeah. large and there's there's Logan and Logan and pals and they're, and they're like pickup truck and then there's a family in a truck that's hauling horses yep like a horse trailer behind with like four or five horses in it so it's pretty big Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden the auto trucks start acting weird which we find out later is that they've been reprogrammed by this family that's trying to get this specifically racist white enclave of farmers who hate this family this black family of farmers and are trying to get rid of guys from shane yes the bad guys from shane are there and they're trying to kill this black family but don't worry the black family is going to die anyway in an unrelated anyway so it doesn't really matter (laughs) but like so their fam- um, their like their truck and the horses gets run off the road and Logan's like, well, sucks to be them and floors it. Yeah. And Xavier's like, Jesus fucking Christ, pull over and help them. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is not the Logan I know. Yeah. And there's this moment where Logan's like, someone will come along. And Xavier goes, someone has come along. Meaning, yeah. Like we've come along. We have to help Part them. of me was like, I get it. Right? Like if you're being chased by the Reavers. Yeah, like, like they're a family also getting in off trouble. the road does suck, but you might want to hightail it out of there. But like, I do think Logan would stop and help anyway. Yeah, yeah I it just I don't know who this person is. Although I do like this. Do you like the scene where Xavier uses his powers to calm the horses and bring them back the, to the truck? I actually enjoyed that. No, I don't. Why? <laughs> because I pulled Orion and went. That's not his power. Oh my god! But why wouldn't it be? <laughs> It could be. It could be. Because talking to animals and talking to humans is very different. I think Xavier can talk to animals, too. Well, I think he can calm them down and, like, give them a nudge to go back to the truck. But I don't think he could talk to them and be like, hey, horse. And the horse is like, hey, Xavier, how are you? I don't know. Anyway, the couple sees Logan and Charles and Laura. And Logan does say that Laura's his daughter. He helps them push the truck out of the ditch. The woman offers them a decent meal in return. And Logan's like, no. And Xavier's like, yes. (laughs) Xavier's like, I'd love a meal. Almost exactly is how it goes. It yeah, like at the same time, they're like, "No, yes," and it's really funny. It is really funny. But then we have to cut back to Logan's husband, who's trapped in a cage <sighs> and has an IV in him. And Doctor Rice comes over and is talking to Caliban and saying that you know Donald Pierce thinks that you're giving them delayed information so Logan, Laura, and Xavier can get away. And Doctor Rice is talking about how Xavier's brain situation is actually a really big problem. And Caliban kind of like looks like he like agrees because obviously like you know Xavier yeah because he's problem. like having Alzheimer's when you also have 
massive telepathy terrible really bad Bad dr rice's line is something just like what is it the old man has alzheimer's als yeah i know a degenerative disease in the world's most dangerous brain how horrifying which to be frank it is is accurate yeah (laughs) yeah and so so meanwhile dr rice is still trying to ask calvin for help and he's like no i can't help you i can't i can't your reavers are savages they beat the shit out of me doctor's like like I totally agree. Dr. Rice is playing good cop. He's like giving himself for his burns and stuff. And all yeah, that. And I, I think what ends up helping. I mean, I don't know if Cal, how much Caliban actually gets. I don't think this Caliban scene just helps. ends with, with them having like that yeah. conversation I where think, Rice well, gives but him But the eventually burn they frame. find him. So obviously I think Caliban, I don't know what Caliban did. I think Caliban, we, we don't I know. Think, I think Caliban keeps giving them delayed information the whole time. And it's just that eventually they show up to the farmhouse. They make it there. I feel bad for Caliban so much in this movie. And it's like I not know. even a version of Caliban that's from anything. Really? Like one of the only sympathetic characters and nothing good happens to him. You know, I really love him. Justice for Caliban. I thought he was the best part of this movie, honestly, besides Laura. So. Yeah, he's pretty great. It's like, well, Caliban in this movie is presented as a gay man who's married to Wolverine. So like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ryan's like, oh my God, it's me. It's just like me. <laughs> the yeah, Italian Caliban? Mm, I don't know. It kind of is you. Uh, anyway, so they go back to the black family's house. This I hate I hate that they're like, we have one set of black characters that's moving. We're going to murder them mercilessly on screen immediately. And I was like... Yeah, so let me talk about this for a second. So this is actually a classic Wolverine setup, as we all know. It's very common for It's like a farmhouse with a yes, family. A farmhouse yeah. with a family. But usually it's a white family. And I would argue that that's because this family is intended, typically in past Wolverine stories, to represent the idea of privilege. Like the idea yeah. of having the privilege to exist in society, make your own way, the American dream, blah, blah, blah. There's a reason it's usually a white family. And this movie specifically swaps it and makes it a black family, a man, a woman, a child, the kids named Nate. And they also make them a family that is experiencing significant bigotry that is ruining their ability to exist and eat food and like survive in this world. Like they are barely scraping by. And I think that having that be a family where Logan interacts with them, like typically when Logan has this white family or whatever, he interacts with them, they take him in and then they die for harboring Wolverine and Logan feels bad later. Like that's always the storyline is that this, this family will die because they helped Logan. And then Logan will be like, fuck, I shouldn't have interacted with anyone. I need to be alone. Like that's what happens to him over and over. But in this version where Logan interacts with this family, he dares to experience happiness and kindness. Xavier points it out. He's like, Logan, this is what happiness looks like. This is what stability looks like when they're staying at the house to have that destroyed is really different in a situation where this family isn't actually experiencing the privilege that there is supposed to be represented by them being destroyed. Like that makes no sense. It's instead just this extremely put upon family that is bigoted against, and then they die. And like, what is the message there? Like genuinely, I don't know. I have a question. What the message is. Did Dina watch this with you or did you watch it by God, yourself? no, I would never make Dina watch this. I would just be like, Where, where's Dina's thoughts Dina on this Dina would be scene? legitimately upset by this movie. I know her well enough to know that. <laughs> I would, well, I hope so. <laughs> she, she too would legitimately regret I, You know, I, I pick and choose. We, we've we watched some things together. I mean, I, I know I talked about how Dina really liked Magneto's like killing the Nazis in Brazil scene. Like there was, there's, <laughs> there's some moments and even even that moment when he destroys Auschwitz and I'm like, isn't this really corny? She was like, I don't know. I think it fucking owns. And I was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so like, there's certainly things Dina likes in these movies, but like this movie, I'm just like, she would 
be so upset by this. Like, I it's, don't need to put this in her like, brain. Okay, so one, I had to Google the names of this family. The Munson it really family. Me that I couldn't yeah, remember. they barely yeah, characterized them at all. It's Will, Catherine, and Nate. Yeah. Will, Catherine, and Nate. Yeah. Munson. So we can stop calling them the Black family, even though that's the what Black they fam- represent well, okay, in this movie. Like, but but I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think we can all agree because we've maybe said it like fifty fucking times by now that like they introduce the first real speaking line Black people in the movie yep. and then instantly murder them, yes. which is like I don't like that. Ugh, it's, choices. It's really fucked. But the up. other thing that I noticed. You know, to riff off of what Maddie was saying is like they show hospitality to Logan, but the conversation at dinner makes it clear that they actually can't afford to do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Like they are struggling because, well, okay, partially because they want to draw the comparison to Shane, right? Like these are the struggling farmers trying to make a life for themselves. And it's the big, rich, evil white guy who wants to drive them off their land. Like that's a literally a thing that happens. Yeah. But in Shane, those characters get to live. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, and protected what? by Shane, Why? aka Logan. This char- these characters shouldn't fucking die. These characters should not have died. Sorry, continue. They didn't. They didn't need yeah, to they die. Didn't. They didn't need to die. Yeah, I don't know. Like this is this is the beginning of the downslide of the movie where everyone who's not Laura or this those shits dies. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> Caliban's been tortured okay, for I'm like an hour. I'm gonna finish this thought if it kills me, and it <laughs> okay. might because of this movie they make it clear that like the reason that this family is struggling is because they're attempting to like organically grow like local sustainable crops because they're juxtaposed with these gigantic fucking cornfields they walk through with these like kill mutants buildings (laughs) well yeah (laughs) actually but like these buildings like will calls them they're like t-rexes with their tiny brains hugely harvesting this corn i thought they were aliens at first i did not understand what it was for some like there's Honestly, aliens in this movie they do kind of they make them look a little bit like independence day-ish alien tech like they the design of those or like war of the worlds whatever it is in that scene yeah. is surprisingly cool like i was surprised i was did not expect to be into it but like i just think it's really funny that this well, air quotes funny, but like this black family that they're going to kill off is also poor because they're trying to do things in harmony with nature, unquote, right? Like, like they're trying to build sustainable, economically, whatever crops, and they're just being crowded out by big corn, big corn, big corn, big corn, <laughs> like that's all going to feed this genetically engineered whatever that is responsible for killing i don't know like this is this is the movie like 50 percent maybe doing something smart that i think i could get behind and 50 percent doing something that is so fucking dumb i want to suplex mangold through a table like i kind of can't resolve that mm-hmm I just talked for a very long time. I was just searching through the script to see if there's any (laughs) physical description of the family. And from what I can find, there isn't. So the decision to make them a black family happened at some point in the casting process, which is interesting to me because it is such an explicitly racist coded thing in terms of how they're treated by the other farmers white farmers. And so I just wonder at what point in the process that decision happened, because it does actually look here like that's not, how the script was written. They're not explicitly a black not that family I can in find the script. Here. Not it's that I can just, find here. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. 
They have they they proceed to have the bitchiest dinner ever. They do. Logan Logan and Xavier are just just like ha, 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 yeah. Ha, Logan, ha, I'm saying terrible things about you, but I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, they're like Logan's like yeah. Xavier used to be in charge of a school. It fucking sucked. Ha ha. ha. And Xavier's like, well, you wouldn't know you never went to class. Ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I kind of love it. Though. It's kind like, of amazing. I kind of love that vibe for them. And meanwhile, meanwhile Laura, Laura's just like, silently eating, and everyone's just looking at little her. Little style doesn't know how to use a fork she's like well she's eating with her hands <laughs> yeah. and he's like logan's t- taking uh, the fork and putting her hand it is deeply she's funny. also taking all the food and like putting it on the plate and he's like no you have to continue passing he this snatches around just the corn away from her that was so funny, okay, was but funny. also continuing that xavier logan scene i like the part where xavier goes it was kind of a special needs school and Logan just grumbles. Oh yeah, that's a great description. And I was like, that's really funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I just realized Laura's eating corn in this scene, but it's supposed to be like the good corn. I didn't even put that together. I didn't even really until think right about it. Yeah, it's, it's the good corn that these guys grew themselves. I think they're eating like mashed potatoes, corn, and fried chicken. I think that's Wouldn't what it is. Wouldn't Logan and Laura be able to recover from whatever poison would, that was in the corn well, for mutants anyway? But it's not It's not a poison. It's He explains it later. It's gene therapy. So like it's not a thing... It doesn't like it's not like a, it's not like a healing potion, right? Like it's not like we're going to drink it and then instantly get better. But it was it made the mutants sick, right? Is that what it happened? It did, but it did it over it. It didn't make them sick. It he doesn't really explain it. You kind of have to infer it. Well, because it wouldn't work. Like it, it supposedly right, exactly. makes it so that anything that you birth won't have the mutant gene, which again, not possible. Not something that you can eat and and will cause that effect. There's not existence. So what I'm understanding is that if we eat corn, we're going to turn straight. Right, only but, your oh kids. Your kids. You, if you eat the corn, you only have straight children. Do you get what we're saying, yeah. Ryan? Oh, yes. got it. All right. Well, maybe you should eat more corn. And, and it's not like it's not like you eat it once and done. It's you would have to keep eating stuff that's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's like conversion therapy. You have to keep staring at the pictures of titties and telling yourself you like them. It doesn't work <laughs> oh if you stop. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm sorry. I can't think about that part of the movie because it's no, too stupid. It, it is dumb, but like it's. It's at least internal. It's stupid, but it's internally consistent because Rice's whole argument is just like, why would we try to do it with like one big anti-mutant bomb when we could just make it so that if you eat a year of our cornflakes, like you just can't parent mutants anymore. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Republicans would love it if that existed. Be great for them. Um, So this fight happens between the farm family where they're like, oh, the water's been shut off again. And now they need to walk really far to go to the pump to get the water truck like back. Like three on. miles. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really it's like, far away. You have a truck right there. Fucking take a truck. Why do they make them walk? I don't know, I don't but they walk. Um, and so Logan offers to go with the guy because he can kind of tell there's something weird going on here. He does, but only after Xavier shames him into it. Yeah. <laughs> Logan's like, wow, sounds tough. See you tomorrow. Right. <laughs> Xavier's like, Jesus Fucking Christ. We get a, a quick scene where the teenage boy gives Laura his iPod. Is this the music you didn't like, Todd? I wasn't sure whether this was the moment. We, I don't even think we hear what we he's listening to. We don't get to hear to. it, actually, which I thought was a weird, sad yeah. is this one like Is this the same time that Logan's freshening up Xavier in the bathroom? I don't remember. He puts Xavier in bed before they walk out to the water pump. Because uh, okay. them turning on the water right. before they go to bed is that is how they find oh, I'm, out. I'm going back a scene. So Catherine says, "Will we have three guests in this house and a sink full of dishes?" Will goes, "All right, you're right. The pump station that supplies us is a mile and a half from here. Sometimes it gets itself shut off. 
the teenage boy goes by assholes. Why did I think three miles? Oh, probably because right, it's three, it miles be three miles total. Okay, so the point the point trip. being is that Xavier offers Logan to go because the kid wants to go, and the dad was like, "Oh, I'll go by myself." And Logan's like, "Fine, I'll just go. It's fine." And that's when Laura's upstairs looking at the headphones. The kids, I, I don't know if it's like on his iPhone or Yes, I, but also in the other room, uh, Logan is putting Charles to bed. Yeah, there's like a couple of scenes here. Although I thought this was really funny and it's not going to mean anything to you guys, but I was looking at how they dressed the kids set because I'm, you know me, I'm like really obsessed with um, a set dressing sure. uh, in movies. It's fun. And especially, especially when it's like bedrooms throughout the years and seeing like sort of how like what the aesthetic was. And this one, it's very strange. I was like, why is there a picture of Abraham Lincoln next to like horses? But the, all the posters that were on that kid's wall were of these super underground metal bands. And I've seen two of them live. And I was like, why is Dr. Acula? I was like, how <laughs> do they have Silent Suicide and Dr. Acula posters on here? I've seen them both in the past year That's for $10. Cool, I like that. Because they are like, nobody knows who these bands are. So I'm like, somebody in who dressed this set is like a metalhead. He wanted head. this kid to be a, a hardcore metalhead. That's <laughs> why like Laura just, is so into his It's iPod. like juxtaposed with like all these pictures of Abraham Lincoln and horses and cowboys. And I was like, what is happening? I actually think that's perfect set? for this teenage boy who I, I can't believe they killed this kid. It's so fucked. Uh, but I, I did appreciate that they had these posters for like these super obscure underground bands that I was like, nobody even knows who these bands are. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, but I do. And I thought that was weird. I sent a picture to my friend Paul. I was like, and so Dude, the amount they needed to be paid to have their logo in the movie is low mm-hmm. yeah if it might even be zero might and, even unless be zero. like they were just friends with these bands which is entirely possible too i don't think so i think we're supposed to believe this kid's got an edge and that he and laura have something in common because of it i i mean i guess it's not well laid out yeah i mean this scene is all we get before the kid dies we can we can go through the resident evil cornfield now where it's like the fucking war of the world's aliens are also there and xavier's asleep yeah oh, there's like that scene where she's like this again, when they they do that metaphor where Laura's a dog because Xavier's asleep in bed and she's lying at the foot. She of sleeps on the, the floor. floor. Yeah, she sleeps on the floor. Yeah. She won't sleep in the bed with him. It's a huge bed and she sleeps on the floor. It's, like it's, like a dog. Well, also because she doesn't understand a bed. She doesn't know what that is. Even though we That's saw her true. sleeping in a bed in the jail cell before. Well, whatever. She now I mean, but she's also like that. listening to the music on the phone, which I thought yeah, was fun. Is. Yeah. And then Logan and I don't I like how I never got the guy's name. So I'm like, Logan Will. and the dad fixed the water stuff. That was my note. <laughs> well, Logan I, takes what off I his thought clothes. you were going to say was uh, Will talking about how um, Laura is mute. Yeah. And as far as we know, that's the case. And Will says this weird thing where he's like, they get to be Nate's age, the nonsense that comes out of their mouth. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. If you I'm be glad you this. figured out they said mute because I was. I thought he said mutant, and I was like, what? I was like, how long has she been a mutant? And Logan's well, like, since forever. I think that was probably that was probably deliberate. Yeah. Because they because Donald Pierce in particular keeps using Muty mute and mute, right? Specifically mute to, to refer to Oh, well, that makes sense. To refer to mutants. Yeah. And I think that's I, I think that bit was on purpose. I also got the vibe that the dad knew that they were mutants like and he just like was keeping it to himself i don't know because he seems really surprised later 
unclear. Uh, later on, his entire family's dead. So I think that yeah. is not... <laughs> it would be very difficult to determine what the specific thing that makes him feel surprised is. Yeah. There's a lot going on at that point. <laughs> I, I would also argue this entire section of the movie does not need to be here. It should really have just gone from the last scene to having an encounter with Sabretooth that kills a like Xavier. Uh, Xavier, yeah, and then moving on to the next scene. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, this I don't whole think this should be here at all. Does not need to be here like this at all, and it's just frustrating because it's like a full thirty minutes of this film. I don't know why we're spending so much time. It, you know, it's weird. It's like a movie has three acts, right? And for some reason, this movie has four acts, and I'm like, why are there so many acts? Like, the, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, this either needs to be the end of the film or just need, need it to not be here. I mean, I mostly agree because I feel like it's too much like to just introduce this family and kill them within 30 minutes like they're also introduced over halfway into the movie yeah that's what i'm saying like you know they're gonna die because it's so far in that it's like why do we even need to get to i don't characters? even know well, anyway, so the, the gay the gay cowboys that are presenting a straight <laughs> right, show they're up. not gay <laughs> they're evil so they have listen to be gay. you find, find me a cowboy that's straight anyway so the cowboys are like you're trespassing the dad's like i just came out to fix the water pump i had an agreement with the previous owner and the Logan cowboy takes off his clothes and walks out i i did make a note of that and then he goes the cowboy's like operative word being previous and logan's basically like don't make me fuck you up and the cowboy's like you got a big mouth and logan's like i hear that a lot i'm like this is getting gay they calc the rifle they're probably they're like you probably hear this sound too yeah like you at the count of three to get off my property and the the dad's like i got a lawyer now and the cowboy keeps counting and logan slams the gun into the cowboy's face which i love because he breaks it he, snaps he breaks it in, it in half. half, and then he, and then Logan screams three go, and they drive away, which I loved. That was very Logan. That might be like one of the few scenes in this movie that, like, I was like, oh yeah, that seems like something Logan would do. I think the scene is supposed to be giving us the impression that like the old Logan is slowly coming back, right? The Logan that cares about other people and like helps for no reason, right? And that the climax of that is going to be him dying for the kids at the end of the movie, yeah. But then it's interrupted by the fact that all these people are going to die anyway. You know, like Logan goes out of his way to help this guy protect him. I just I don't know. It's it's like a a fake out where you're like, wow, Logan's really getting his shit together and everything's going to be okay." And then, of course, they want to rip that away from you because you you can't get too comfortable. Not when you're Logan. Well, you know, you can't because all the shit's about to go down like literally right now. So Xavier's staring out the window, right? We have literally begun the point of the movie where only Laura survives. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're right. And then Xavier's like, this is the the scene, everybody. We're here. This is the scene where we we don't know that it's X-24 standing in Charles's room, but it is. We think it's Logan, but we haven't seen him in full yet. It's like a darkness shot of Hugh Jackman in the distance. Although I think the fact that he's not replying is meant. It's ominous. To make us doubt. Like I, I definitely, while I was listening to, to Xavier talk and he's just babbling on, I'm like, no, the Logan that I've seen for the past hour and a half of this movie would have told him to shut up by now. <laughs> right? Like the, the silence is making it really clear to me. Well, okay. Partially informed by the fact that like, I knew that people weren't going to get out of this scene alive. Right. Yeah. Well, we had told you that. Well, even if you hadn't, like I'm genre savvy enough to know, like the scene starts with Xavier in bed, half lit, like blankets mm-hmm. up to his neck, and he starts talking about how he doesn't deserve the happiness that he experienced this evening. And yeah. I'm just like, well, you're not making it out of here alive, yeah. right? Like that's he says that. 
this is just how that goes. Well, Xavier's talking about, he's like, this is the nicest night I've had in a long time or something like that. Yes. And he says, but then I don't deserve it, do I? I did something unspeakable. He starts and crying. Then he says he doesn't remember what he did. It has. It was in Westchester, so it does yeah. put him in the X Mansion. I mean, basically, what we could we assume is that Xavier killed all the X Men with one of his fucking psychic nonsense. So yeah, yeah. I, I read it as this is that situation where Xavier's subconscious went wild again and evil, like everyone's does, and tries to kill all the people <laughs> he loves. Right. I mean, it doesn't really matter what happens. I mean, because it, I would never let that episode movie. of TS go. It is like still like the most absurd thing I've ever watched in the X Men, where Xavier's just like, yeah, this is my subconscious, like trying to kill all of my loved ones, just like everybody else's subconscious tries to do. And I was and like, everybody just and everyone just nods. They're like, oh, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cloaky. That, that sounds normal. <laughs> anyway, so I think the assumption here is that Xavier killed all of the X Men. Correct. Yeah. I, I think and so. all the students there probably one assumes one assumes I mean that this is the most we're going to get and then X-24 stabs Charles silently I also want to point out that this is the same time frame as when New Mutants is happening you mean when it's being filmed no in the timeline of these Fox films New Mutants and Logan are supposed to be like at the same time because they use all the same footage from the, the children and those and the, the New Mutants are being posed to go to where X-23 was being experimented on. That makes no sense because the new mutants are new mutants. And I don't know. In this, all the mutants are dead. Yeah, like this, I think new mutants would have to happen before this. Oh, maybe you're right. Who it has to knows? because how These else would they be make born? No con- 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 there's no con- con- Yeah, con- I don't even con- know why you brought up new mutants because continuity-wise, just- it's not good. <laughs> we gotta just forget that shit. We gotta not think about that right now. Guys, do you want- <laughs> is it bad that I think the Dark Phoenix film was better than this film? I think it makes sense. I kind of get that. I think I can remember us in two episodes mentioning bits of the dark. Like we actually pretty much liked the first half of Dark Phoenix. Yeah, it's got yeah. some good moments. It's just when, just when the world's most lesbian alien shows up, that we're like, "What the fuck <laughs> happened to this movie?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's trains, and we're like, "What is happening?" But I remember us really enjoying the first part of Dark Phoenix. There's trains in every single fucking one of these movies. Okay, oh my so X twenty four stabs Charles, and then Laura flips herself up from the floor, and she. Flings herself onto X24. They After start Xavier's fighting. Dead. Xavier's oh, he's not already, dead. He's well, he's dying. not dead yet. He's bleeding a lot and he's going to die. And then the teenage boy shows up. He's got his bat in his hand for baseball. And then he hits Logan in the head or hits X24 in the head with the bat. And X24 just stabs him. And he and dies. He dies. Yeah, the kid dies first, first which is the trim. Yeah. Caliban's, Caliban's outside screaming. Yeah, Caliban's outside screaming. Pierce and Dr. Rice are having a convo about how great they think X-24 is. And Caliban's like, you said you wanted the girl. You said you just wanted the girl because he's upset by everything that's happening. I mean, it's crazy that X-24 is just going to kill this whole fucking family. I think that supports I think that supports your theory that Caliban helped them. Well, I think Ryan. Caliban was like, I, I need to get back to Logan. And like, I think... I don't know. I think Caliban was like, there's some piece here that needs to go either Xavier or Laura, and I need to figure out how to make that work. And then I think also Caliban's like, if I can get there and they start attacking, there's a good chance that Logan will be able to take these people out. I think I think Caliban had good intentions. I think so, too. And he probably tried to minimize the amount of bad shit that happens. But I don't think Caliban could have predicted 24. Of course not. Who is we we are strongly implied 
by stuff Rice says in this scene that X-24 has, like, the brain of a small child. Yeah. yeah. He keeps referring to him as a baby. Like, he is he is acting functionally entirely on instinct, yeah. basically. But I do think that Dr. Rice, in the scene that we like that was happening previously with Caliban, and we just don't know what the negotiation was, I'm sure that Dr. Was, right. Rice, like, lulled Caliban into a fit, like, a false sense of security. He was like, like, all we want is the girl. Nobody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. All you gotta do is help me. Help me get the girl, and you can go back to Logan and your and Xavier, and we'll let all three of you go, and you can go back to your home, and Caliban probably fucking bought that, you know? Which yeah. he shouldn't have, but he'd been tortured so much that I guess Well, maybe- right. Well, they were doing that whole bad cop, good cop thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so the the wife comes upstairs when she hears uh, her kid being stabbed. Yeah. yeah. With a shotgun and has, she has a, a shotgun. shotgun. And then X twenty four kills her too. Meanwhile, outside, Logan and Will show up. Yep. And see, I think they see the revert trucks. Yes. They see a Jigglypuff and they throw a Pokeball at it. <laughs> it's in the tall corn. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> I'm just reading through. <laughs> like Logan makes eye contact with a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Your shorts are cool. Now I gotta kill you. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's all these moments in here where it's implied that Catherine and Will and maybe also Nate before they die think that it's Logan that's killing them, but it's weird because X24 looks completely different. So why he aren't they like, different. oh, this guy has a twin brother with a shitty haircut and huge beard <laughs> sideburns? Like, well, well, I mean, I know that's weird. It but doesn't I, feel like it's realistic. They would think it's Logan because he kills them with his claws, and they Logan haven't even hasn't seen that yet. So used his. I feel like they wouldn't even scan him as looking anything like the guy they met because they barely know that guy so i think they'd just be like a man broke into our house But they also die instantly as soon as they meet him so it kind of doesn't matter i guess so you guys are acting <laughs> like this scene was well written and it's not yeah. it's not anyway the husband and logan hear laura screaming so logan runs in x24 is carrying laura in like a handcuff situation where her, her hands are handcuffed to her legs and there's like a bar yeah. between them that he's carrying. Yeah, it's a, it's it's pretty serious like sciencey handcuffs intended to really keep her in place. Logan, Logan comes face to face with himself. Yeah. I think it's really strange that X-24 like just walks by Logan and I was like, what? Yeah, like he doesn't even care at all. Laura's seemingly. screaming and Logan's like looking at Laura into the stairs. Laura in the stairs. Laura in the stairs. And I was like, oh my god. And then he runs in to check on Xavier yeah. first, which is Weird. me going like, I don't know how I feel about this. Me too. It's a weird fucking movie. (laughs) Like we're supposed to believe that Logan is coming home to everyone dead and Laura's in handcuffs, and he's like, "But what about Charles Xavier, my favorite person?" Yeah, (laughs) it's like, okay, dude, maybe free Laura from the handcuffs real quick first, because it's gonna take you one second to slice that. Like, what's going on? Just it seems weird to me that Logan would have to choose between walking into a house where he doesn't. Like, he doesn't know that anyone's dead until he walks inside. Well, that's true. Right? So, like, but he can definitely imply that something bad probably happened. But, like, he has to choose between, you know, it's not like anybody comes running out of the house after 24, right? So, he can be only like, okay, I don't know what's happening in the house, but it's probably over. But he's carting off Laura. I should probably stop him from taking Laura. And he's just like, nope, I gotta run inside. He and still find doesn't out care about, about Laura. It's been yeah, it's been so far into the movie and he still doesn't care about her at all. It doesn't scan. Like it just it doesn't He's still like fine, K- kidnap her, I don't care. 
Like, it's kind of weird yeah. because he's already seen the videos. He already, it's, I don't know. We're still supposed to believe he still doesn't care about her yet and that he only cares about Charles. So he runs up the stairs. He sees the bodies. He gets to Charles, who's bleeding out. And Charles gets to see that it wasn't Logan that killed him because now Logan's actually here, I guess. And Logan picks up Charles and carries him down the stairs and puts him in the truck, still ignoring Laura. Hate that. Laura, Laura he actually says screaming. it wasn't me. Yeah, he does like, say he, it wasn't he me. He actually says to Xavier, it wasn't he, me. Yeah, he says me. that. And it's I, don't, sad, I feel like Xavier weird. can just figure that out. I feel like Xavier knows that, but it's hard to say. He does. I don't know. I think he does because he talks about like right before Xavier like dies for real. Yeah. He talks the about boat. the boat. Yeah, he's like the sun seeker, and then he dies in the back of the pickup truck. I, this this movie is uh, this whole scene is chaos because then also like the racists show up. Also. Yeah, I was like, well, how many people need to be in this scene? Like, I was like, I, all of them. Like every single character that was introduced in the past ten minutes are all here, and they're all going to die. And so they're they're out here. Caliban's freaking out, just being like, what the. F- fuck is going on Caliban is all of us <laughs> I, I mean honestly and the the cowboys think it's the same logan from before which i also don't buy by the way they saw yeah, that man for one that second either. and they now are seeing a guy different who looks clothes, completely different, different and they're like it's they're, this yeah. guy i don't buy it at it's all like in the middle of this xavier dies while x24 is killing those dudes and then rice is screaming come to x24 like a like a dog like a dog and pierce gets a X-24 gun x24 isn't coming now Caliban sees that there's grenades and reach with him and so he reaches out to two of the grenades while Laura is screaming and Pierce turns around on the truck to see Caliban popping the grenades and he says beware the light and then drops the grenades and Pierce jumps out of an exploding truck and I was like why did Caliban have to die? <laughs> I'm like why did he even do that? They couldn't that? figure out like, what else to do with him. <laughs> why didn't he just throw the grenades out of the truck? Instead he just like sacrificed. He drops them a foot in front of himself Yep. Which is not near anybody other nope. than Caliban. Nope, he just kills himself. He just kills himself, straight up. I didn't even remember this scene happening. So when I asked Maddie, I'm like, what happens to Caliban? He's, she's like, he's dead, dude. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, oh. I mean, I explained it on the previous episode, but it is not a memorable death. Then we watched 25 fucking minutes of Logan fighting Logan until yes. the dad drives like a truck into X-24 into yeah, a tractor. Yeah, so Will, is the dad is still alive and he manages to kill, or he doesn't kill X-24. X-24 gets away. Well, no, he seems like he's dying. He shoots him like with a shotgun multiple times, eight times (laughs) because and then that like X-24 is he's not dead because it's he's got Logan's healing factor, obviously. But but Will doesn't know that. Well, he's down for the count, though, right? Like he's clearly not getting up anytime soon. But then Will turns around and points the shotgun at Logan, Logan, also known as X-25 and and pulls the trigger. He pulls the trigger. There's not no bullets left in the gun. But there's yeah, there's no shells in the gun. So then he just and then dies. Will dies. Yeah, so the end the end of this man's life is also believing Logan was responsible for the death of his family and trying to kill Logan too. And you can't really blame him because he's just like, fuck yeah. this. <laughs> like, well, he's this like, is what the, the saddest hell is thing happening? ever. Like, this man like, why does any of this need to be here? And like Laura's screaming, Logan's wobbling over to her, he picks her up. Throws yeah, her in a car. Why bother? I don't know why. Suddenly he's like, all right, I guess I'll pick up Laura. There's also that scene where like he throws Laura into the pickup truck and Laura sees that Xavier's dead and she just like loses her shit completely. Yeah. And then it, and then Logan decides that the best way to get out of here is to drive through 18 more fences and cornfields. It's like, go on the okay. fucking road. <laughs> he drives. There is a road through the cornfield, and Logan's like, nope, gotta drive through the corn. Why and I'm like, is he, he doing hates buddy. the corn? He hates I it. I don't even know. <laughs> no, why? Fuck you, anti-gay corn. But he hates I know. The Laura's, Laura's screaming. He cuts off her bindings, and then 
Dr. Rice is like like injecting X-24 with something. Be like, you are a good boy. You're going to get stronger. Yeah, this is going to come back later, this green goo. This is going to give you super strength later when you throw a tractor off of Logan. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. And I'm, like, so, I'm so glad that I'm not the only person who got mad at that. I was like, the green goo? What the hell is happening? Which, Which part, part? Got made you mad? <laughs> the whole movie. Well, the bit where X-24 is just like, suddenly I can lift an entire truck. Yeah, I was like, what the well, hell no is happening can't. here? <laughs> so they get to Wyoming. Uh, Logan's coughing. He can't heal well. And then we get this scene where Logan is burying Xavier. The only person he cares about, Xavier. And he's like crying and saying a bunch of shit that makes no sense. And Laura tries to hold his hand. And he takes his hand away. Like, takes it away. And he's like, get the fuck away from me. And he stomps over to the truck like he's just gonna leave her there. Yes. And then he tries to start the truck and drive away from her. And it's like, again, he hates her. He hates I her I hate still. this version of Logan. We're on page 96. We are, we are almost at the end of the movie. We have 30 minutes to go and Logan is trying to get away from Laura. Like, that is how far yeah. in we are that he's like, I'm trying to drive away and abandon this child in the woods. I hate her. It's so weird. I'm okay, sorry. Although I, I did laugh really hard with Logan's like screaming and hitting the truck with a shovel and screaming and screaming. Tell him yeah. that she just passes, just passes out. out. And, and Laura's just tilts her head like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, yeah. yeah. And she pulls him into the truck. It, it is really interesting how Xavier dying like flips a switch in Laura. Yeah. Yeah. It, re- it really does. She's like, like Logan. She's like, I need to be the adult here. There's no one else yeah. left. It has to be me. No, I was just going to say that canonically in the comic books, I mean, after Laura gets through her trauma, she does become the adult of the Howlett family. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like Logan, like can't deal with anything. So like in the comic books, Laura's always the one now who's like, helping him navigate that and also healing his relationship with his son and bringing Gabby into that. Like Laura is like group mom somehow. And she's like, yeah, I have to like be the mom to my dad because uh, he's like incapable sometimes. Yeah, but he's still more capable than this version of Logan. Who well, is... that version of Logan like has empathy. This one's like, I hate everyone. Except Xavier, my best what? friend like, who I, I won't let die. <laughs> Well, so anyway. Laura manages, she somehow knows how to drive despite being 11 and like three foot nothing. Well, who cares? Well, that's what kills me. Like she steals a truck and shoves Logan in it. And that's why he wakes up in a doctor's office. Yes, yes he does. And the doctor knows that he's a mutant, but he was like, I always, I always hoped that I would be able to meet a mutant. And yeah. Like, but he's, he's like a nice doctor. He's like, but there's something inside. You got to get like some real help. It's something on the inside that's poisoning you. Yeah, it's adamantium. Okay. Okay. It fucking kills me that we are an hour and 30. I wrote it down. We are an hour and 37 minutes into the movie. And finally, the movie's like, oh, yeah, something's poisoning you. Yeah. <laughs> this whole time, we have no idea why Logan can't heal I'm anymore, like, why his powers fuck? don't work. We have no clue what's going on. This is the same plot as the Wolverine, FYI. Except this time, it's not a freaking crazy Matrix bug. It's just the adamantium breaking down. That's it. Well, and the best part is, like, the doctor goes, something's poisoning you, and I don't know what it is. And Logan goes, I do. And I'm like, were you going to tell us? Yeah, I'm saying it, but the movie doesn't. <laughs> Like genuinely, the movie doesn't explain the adamantium thing, which is why when Ryan first watched it, he was like, how does Logan die? Does he just get hit by a stick? And for years, that's what Ryan thought. He does. He does. Like, that is not how he gets there. It's not clear at all. It's not clear at all. Meanwhile, they're getting they're getting into the car and Logan's like, you can't just keep fucking stealing things. Yeah, which is how you know that he she stole this second new truck. It's it's a different truck. I know. And then my favorite part is that Logan's like, stay there. He's like, I don't know how you got me here, but thank you. Laura's like, day nada. Logan's like, 
what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could talk. She swears at him in Spanish. Yeah, seriously. And then it's like just five minutes of furious Spanish. Yep. I know. And then she starts saying her friends' names over and over. Jonah, Gideon, Rebecca, Delilah, Richter. I also love like that when she starts screaming in English, she's still like, I'm like, look, yeah. it's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, That's I, just how she well, talks she, she doesn't have any English in this scene. That's right. No, it's later. Which is what annoys the shit out of me. I'm like... I get why she would start in Spanish, but he clearly doesn't understand her, and she clearly knows English. So why wouldn't she... Okay. I don't know. It's a great question, and it's not answered ever. Nope. It's just, she only speaks Spanish for this part. Logan does try to say, like, other words in Spanish to her that he thinks is Spanish. Okay, but this is like Logan attempting to special order something at a local Mexican restaurant level of Spanish. He's just like, burrito, no lettuce Yeah, I know. He's He's like, like, I've got three dollaros. And we're like, Logan, you're being racist. Stop. Jesus. Yeah, so Logan is trying to explain to X-23 why he's not going to drive her to North Dakota, even though they're over halfway there by this point. He's like, Eden doesn't exist. No existo. No existo. It's fictional. And she just keeps speaking in Spanish and pointing at the comic book, which this would make sense if she didn't speak English. But she does. But they just decide later that she can. (laughs) And she just keeps saying, like, no, we need to go to Eden in Spanish. Eden, por favor. She's got got a picture, like, of her and her friends you know, yeah. from Mutant Day Camp, the exciting thing they were doing yeah, down who in took Mexico. this picture? Who it took this fucking birthday. picture? I don't Probably know. Probably somebody who was Filming. holding Gabriella's phone while she narrated. <laughs> <laughs> and on the back of the picture are the are the the latitude and longitude of Eden. Eden. And the yes, names of the, the people that she's reciting. Yeah. Which yeah. is gonna matter yeah. because she's gonna she's going to lose that photo. Yeah, Pierce finds it. Oh no, wait. No, she had the photo. I'm I'm wrong. She had the photo before she lost it at the farmhouse. Oh, and then she finds no, it. No, I think again? she's just saying the name. No, because Pierce finds it. That's how he knows where to look for that. Right. Cuz he knows where the the coordinates are. Sure. Okay, I got that wrong. I don't know why she's even doing that. Like, if she can speak English, like, she's just like... Me either. Do you know what it made... Do you know what it sounded like to me? You remember the Netflix Jessica Jones where she did the um, PTSD thing of reciting street names? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It does kind of seem like that, where she just starts saying the names. From the block you grew up on? It kind of has that tone to it. Where she's chanting it like a mantra. And I guess we're supposed to think like, oh, she herself is becoming more human over the course of the movie, too. Like, at first, she's only going to speak Spanish and then English. And that sucks. That sucks if that's the implication there, by the way, is that she starts out as a dog, a wild dog, and then starts speaking Spanish before English. Like, no, James Mangold. No, 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 nope. Uh, so she starts punching Logan and basically just saying the names over and over again. And Logan says he doesn't think he can make it there because he's feeling so sick and fucked up. And he's basically like, I don't think I can. It's two days drive. I don't think I can make it. Like, that's the reason why he's trying to talk her out of it. But she's just like, I don't fucking care. Logan's like, fine, let's go. <laughs> it really is very petty. He's just like, 
fine. We'll go to North Dakota and we'll go to your fake mutant place and there will be beer and pizza and everything will be fine. And then he starts driving <laughs> the car off. I'm just like, okay, girl, I don't know what's happening right now. But we're heading towards the end of the movie yeah. and that's what matters. I have a question. What is this next scene yeah. where like it's a school that has a bunch of dead people in it? And I'm like, Pearson, who though. are all these people? They, I'm, this Why is, is it in a school? I think... They commandeered a school. Yeah, it says converted high school in the script. Converted high school for what? Like, who are, what is it a lab? Like, I don't. Are these all dead mutants? They're, they're all. They're all. It's a morgue. It's a morgue of mutants. They're all dead mutants. It's a morgue. Yes, I don't know because they walk by. This is when Rice walks by Calaman. Yeah. Do you want me to read the script to you, Rye? I kind of do because two like, dozen bodies laid out as a hazmat team tags them. The bodies are mostly children, slightly off-looking mutants. A few we might recognize from Gabriella's video. Also among them, Will, Catherine, and Nate. So basically, anyone who's seen mutants in needs to be put down, and also mutants are being put down. So this is how the exterminations are happening, I guess. The, the movie doesn't explain this stuff. Like, we just have to piece it together, which I guess is what's cool about it, according to some people, is that we never really know what's going on, and you got to watch it, like, six times in order to be like, oh, is our mutants also dying in these weird schools? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't I know. I think it's just they needed a building that had enough space, and a school gym was enough space. I truly think that's the only reason it's a school. Yeah. And so there's this army guy. One of the few other black actors in the movie is this army guy whose name is Major. He lives, though. Good for him. He does live. And he's like, we understand the importance of containment, Dr. Rice, but we are in the continental United States. And Dr. Rice is like, yes, we are. And I terminated your goddamn mutant most wanted, Xavier. And the Major's like, we appreciate that, but you can't just leave a war zone behind like you did in Juarez which we don't know what that is. It's a reference to something I'm gonna we don't say know about. I, or unless it's supposed to be Weapon X, maybe? I think, I think Juarez is supposed to be Casa de Logan. Oh, okay. Maybe, yeah. Because Juarez, to the best of my understanding, Juarez is near the Texas border. Oh. I'm going to look okay. it up. Yeah. Yeah. And so Dr. Rice goes, I'd appreciate it, Major, if your associates would stop staring at the dead assets. Try to remind yourselves these were all little killing machines, machines who would have happily disemboweled your family. Yeah. Juarez is right across the border from El Paso. Okay. OK, so that makes sense. That was Logan's old house. So that was probably Logan's whole deal, because, I mean, Laura does kill like 50 fucking people. It's, it's true. <laughs> that was a war zone. That was a war zone and not entirely doctor on Dr. Rice, except for the part where he should have just left Laura alone <laughs> and moved on with his fucking life. So I guess Dr. Rice's deal is that he's supposed to be finding every mutant and killing them. Good. Great. Well, this is also this is also when he walks by. um Dead Caliban, Dead Caliban and it's like yeah and he's like save tissue from this one he was a good tracker yeah. and had a high IQ so we're like great this guy's gonna keep cloning mutants there's no suggestion that that is gonna end by well, the way why are we supposed to feel hopeful at the end of this movie again spoilers <laughs> because Logan puts a bullet at Dr. Rice Dr. Rice dies <laughs> okay but that doesn't stop the system from continuing no but I mean it might it might have an impact at least right like if the big scientist guy who was the 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 all of this was his brainchild then that person being dead might slow it might slow it down yeah we're we're supposed to feel better because he's dead and i guess i do so then donald pierce shows up and he's got the photograph that we were talking about and it's got the coordinates on the back and pierce goes 
Those are the coordinates of a fire road in the Badlands, a reservation near the border. And according to Wikipedia, it's also this. And then he shows an Eden Exodus X-Men comic Wikipedia page. And none of that happens in the movie. It's only in the script. <laughs> well, I wish it did. That would help a lot. <laughs> well, okay, I kind of wish everything you just said actually had happened in the movie because it would have it would have yeah, helped to too. explain totally some me. of this shit. <laughs> All we get is so yeah. the scene is like Pierce gets a screwdriver from a nurse and he fixes his hand, his robot hand and puts it back on and then he looks at the photo and goes, "Huh?" and they cut to Logan falling asleep at the wheel. Like all none of that explanation that he delivers about where it is and what it is and all that stuff, it doesn't happen. They just cut from Pierce fixing his hand to Logan like going and Laura like going, Wake up <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So in my script, they make it to the location and Laura drives them there. They, so they, they do this. Logan just stays asleep in the car. They do this bit where like Logan is falling asleep at the wheel, wheel and Laura like elbows him to get him to wake up and he's like what? And, and he drives and she's just like let me drive. You're not okay. And this is when she starts speaking English yeah. by the way. First, first she, she pushes him awake and makes him pull over and she's like rest because Logan just immediately falls asleep. They do this thing where he like wakes up and he's like don't because she grabs the wheel and pulls the car back onto the road because he's about to he's falling asleep yeah. and it's about to like he's about to run off the side and she does that like two or three times and every time he wakes up and he's just like don't do that and then eventually he falls asleep and she just literally pulls the truck all the way off stares at him and goes rest yeah yeah <laughs> and then, and then yes, like she off screen well later that night she gets up because he's like sleeping on her lap and so she gets out of the truck goes around the other side and then she starts driving right and then the next thing we see is logan waking up at eden in a truck or not eden or alone. like where the coordinates are at least or in that area right yeah they're they're at e- they're at yeah, the, the, eden, the coordinates whatever. for eden yeah. and logan wakes up in the truck alone and is like <laughs> what and looks outside and laura is like climbing up a relatively tall cliff at the top of which is the firewatch dimly visible like a log yeah. cabin and a couple people wandering around which is very kids like logan's like wait it's real far he like looks and then he passes yeah. out again and then logan wakes up where he's been tied to like uh i don't know what it's called um he's like on the type of stretcher they use in a yeah, yeah. He's, he's on the type of stretcher they use for um, ambulances. But it's a, it's an elevator, though, because yeah. if they're pulling him up like a cliffside where there's this this building at the yeah. top of it, this little cabin at the top of it. But there's no way Logan could get up that. So they pull him up on this gurney on a pulley and they just get him up. And the then top. he passes out again and he wakes up again, seeing all these these, yeah, these children are like, like trying days. to help him. And he's like freaking out. <laughs> and he's like, fuck you guys. I hate everybody. Uh, Richter is there. Richter. It's a very, it is not Richter. Richter's from the like the books. oldest of the kids. But like, I think just, present. I think they just put him in here. Cause they're like, oh, Richter's like Hispanic. So like, we'll have him in the movie. I honestly, I don't know if that's why, because this is a very multicultural group it of kids. It is a very multicultural group of kids. I don't really know what's yeah, happening. It's... So Laura's asleep. Yeah. And then Logan falls asleep again. And then he has a nightmare because it's Logan. And then he wakes up. And Laura's just staring at him. And Logan's like, hey, do you have nightmares? And Laura's like, yeah, the people who hurt me. And Logan's like, well, I'm different because I hurt people. And then yep. Laura's like, well, so do I, dumbass, but whatever. And she takes out an adamantium bullet. Yeah. She has it. 
And she's like, what is this? She's like, why do you have this? And Logan's like, you know what this is. It's like, and that's, that's what he explains that the adamantium in him is also poisoning him now. And that's when Laura's like, I hurt people too. And Logan's like, you're going to have to learn how to live with that. You have to find a way to live with that. Yeah. Yeah. And she says they were bad people. And Logan goes all the same because Shane, the movie Shane. Right. And this is when they start nodding like very deliberately to Shane, where he's just like, he says the same stuff that Shane said to Joey, right? Yeah. 100%. All the kids are asleep, by the way. One of them has a Wolverine action figure that's like carried throughout the rest of this film. I thought that was hilarious. So Laura takes back the bullet. She's going to use it later to kill X-24. Um, Maddie, so I didn't want to know it. the end of the movie. Why did you tell everybody? <laughs> wow, oh thanks to Becky. <laughs> what do you mean, Logan's still alive? Logan's still alive? Uh, where's Mariko, that stupid bitch? Anyway, uh, there's a drone spying on them. Like, uh, Yeah, they, they cut to a drone. Uh, Logan wakes up. That nobody sees. Logan then wakes up later because kids are giggling and cutting his beard because it's like out of control. What? Yeah. What was the point of that? I Make him look more like the Wolverine from the comic books. They like cut it so he has sideburns again. I well, guess. because he's been wearing this stupid beard this whole time. And so Logan goes to Richter and he's like, how long have I been out? And Richter's like, two days. And Logan's like, you guys can't stay here because they're going to find you. We can't stay in one place. And Richter's like, we're leaving in the morning. And Richter's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know, idiot. We're crossing the border tomorrow at dawn. Also, Richter goes up into the radio tower. And that's when he's talking to that person that's going to get them across the border. Yeah, no clue. Right. No clue who that is. Don't know where that is. We have is. no idea who that we is. Laura's looking out. through a telescope. It's Mystique. I, my God, it I may wish. as well be. Yeah. Richter gives Logan the money. And Logan's like, I don't need it. You do. And then Logan goes back to the cabin and Laura comes in and they start having a fight immediately. Laura's all mad. Logan's like, listen, I have to leave. Laura's just a fluent English speaker now, by the way. It completely changed over the course of the film. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> She's a different person now. Right. And, and so now Logan's, she, uh, Logan's... Okay, she did, she did say one thing when they were talking about the bullet that is going to matter. Where about how Logan wants to die? She's like, well, and, and he asks her what Charles said to her. Yeah, she's like, him. Charles said you wanted to die, and he told me not to let you. Yeah, exactly. She's like, Charles said not to let you. Which she does. She does let him die. He does die. Yes, Failure. that's true. She fails. Now, this scene. <laughs> <laughs> wow, holy shit. She fails. She fails at that. She she did have a really good line in this scene where they argue, though, where he's just well, like. Well, we're getting there. That's like my favorite, because because right okay. now. Logan's, yeah, okay, okay, go ahead, right? Go ahead. Well, go ahead. I, mean, I just want to say there's a lead up to it that I think is important where Logan's just mad that his dad and husband are dead and he didn't ask for this. Cause like, that's something he screams. Logan's like, I didn't ask for this. Xavier didn't ask this. And he's like, Caliban didn't ask for this. And I was like, damn. And Logan's like, just being a general asshole to Laura being like, I can't be here to help you and be in your life because I suck at this and bad shit happens to people I care about. And what does Laura say, Todd? Then I'll be fine. (laughs) I like like that that line line too. It's a really good line. It is. It is good. It is good. Except I wish it happened in act two of the movie instead of act four. (laughs) I know. I wish all of this had happened like approximately 45 minutes ago. Honestly, we're like in like act seven at this point because this movie has like 25 acts. It doesn't work for me because I'm like, Logan has already been such a piece of shit this whole time. Yeah. 
it's hard to care at all I because know. we're just like, God, Laura's going to be well shot of this guy. But at the end, she's going to cry and call him daddy. Daddy, and, no. That did not, I mean, I did cry at the end of the movie, but it wasn't that part because I was like, I don't believe that Laura has any connection yeah. with this man. Daphne Keene is selling the fuck she out of She does. It, she's excellent. Yeah, good performance, but I truly didn't give a shit at the end of this yeah. movie. I could yeah, not be bothered Logan to cry. Yeah, because Logan is so like, annoying. God, at least now <laughs> he will annoying. just stop talking. Yeah. Logan, after Logan and Laura fight, he falls asleep. And he sleeps through the whole dawn thing where the kids leave. He just sleeps yeah. right the fuck through it. He wakes up the wakes next up day and like he noon. sees a vial of that green, green weapon X goo and a note from Richter that says, don't take it all at once. Yeah, because he's supposed to use it to heal. Which is the film saying he's going to he take it all, all at, once. at once. Yeah. Yes, because Logan leaves and he sees the Reavers are there and that they're going to well, kill Well, he the sees kids. like four or five drones fly overhead and he follows their path. Yeah, on the telescope. And he sees this this mountain pass that Richter said yesterday as he was explaining to the kids, like it's an eight mile walk. Once we get through that mountain pass, we're golden. Like, we're in Canada. And this is Logan going, fuck. They're not going to make it. Yeah. Like, the yeah. Reavers are going to catch them before they make it. So instead of getting in, there is a vehicle at this house? Well, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. At the top of the cliff? I don't know if he can drive it up yeah. the cliffside, though. No, I mean, there's one, like, outside the house at the top of the cliff. No, I know Logan what you're saying. He doesn't know how to drive suddenly. He has to run. He well, has that's to. What I'm, I'm like, he decides to run after them. And we see the Weapon X, like the Weapon X folks, the, the Alkali folks are in Jeeps. And I'm like, yep. okay, well, Logan isn't going to, is going to catch them in approximately never. So how does the rest of this work out? But if Logan was in a car on the road with the Jeeps, he would not have definitely made it all because then he would have been with the Jeeps. Does that make any sense? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, because Logan has the advantage of running through the woods right now and not being seen. But if he's out there driving on the road with all the Reavers, that's like, well, obviously. Oh, that they'd have turned around and st- and tried to stop him? Yeah, they would have just been like, oh, we're just going to shoot this guy. I guess, but like, he would have a better chance. You know, then he could like dive out of the Jeep and into the woods instead of running. Well, that's because Logan was like, he looked at the car. He's like, I don't have any blue shells. Got to go. So he like ran off. Okay. Yeah. So he runs through the woods. It's dumb. Uh, this movie it's is dumb. dumb. It's dumb. The kids it's dumb. all get, we get to see all of the children's powers as they're escaping the Reavers. That part is sad when the Reavers are touching them. I like that scene though, where that girl is pinned by a Reaver and she breathes on him and it freezes his arm and then she breaks off his arm. His arm. I'm, like, I'm like, Oh, I don't like the gore, but I do like the concept. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and there's like a girl who can control wood and she just like covers a guy in the thousand splinters she fucking obliterates him yeah Yeah. he explodes i do appreciate that this movie which has just gone to the wall with the violence the whole time is just like small children better make them kill everyone in gruesome ways i know it's crazy (laughs) yeah well i mean okay yes we get it violence is bad move on we get to see the children kill but this time violence is good well i don't know so rice is also rice is screaming behind them we have to reach them before they get to the border because they can't do anything when that happens the border is a magical force field (laughs) (laughs) like the the border is a literal gate that the kids are gonna get through and then they're gonna shut it 
it behind him or something? I, know. I don't know. It's like that's how they escape Ghostface this time. Yeah. <laughs> Laura jumps on the dude that's like stabbing somebody. I don't even know. And Logan, this is like Logan takes the, the fucking shit and he's like starts running and he's screaming. And, yeah, he, and he injects all, all the green it, stuff. Obviously. He's like fucking on like cocaine here and slaughtering Reavers. And so is Laura. Somebody gives Pierce the empty medicine bottle and there's, he's like, oh, that guy's fucked because he just took all of it. And then yeah. Pierce shoots Richter and then puts a gun to his head and he's like, it's just a flesh wound, baby. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, the Reavers surround Laura. Logan runs in and starts killing dudes with Laura. And then he becomes a human shield to Laura, but then she jumps off of him and starts killing more dudes. And then Laura turns around. She's like, you took all the medicine, you fucking moron, is like kind of what happens there. Because <laughs> Logan starts stumbling and she's just like, it's wetting off. And I'm like, thanks, narrator Laura. Yeah. <laughs> also, for the record, the fight scene where it's Logan and Laura fighting together, that music is terrible. Is it? I didn't even notice. Oh, is that the scene that you were talking about? It's so cheesy and weird. It just doesn't. It's like they dropped a typical summer it. action Maybe flicks. they should have like played the X-Men animated song. And I was like, that would have been sick. Not a banjo, apparently. That's what we're doing. Well, we were in Texas previously. Dueling mutants. Wait, where are we? Okay, all right. So now the kids are being rounded up by the Reavers. And Dr. Yeah, they're being rounded up. They're all sitting in a circle. He's like, you'll know when. And so Logan stumbles out of the woods like that's his plan. And Pierce is hitting Richter around. Dr. Rice is like, that medicine's wearing off, Logan, and you can't sustain any more wounds. And Dr. Rice has like some really long monologue about how he wasn't trying to kill mutants. He was trying to control them and turn them into weapons, basically. Dr. Rice starts explaining the gene therapy thing. He does. This yeah. is finally where he explains it. And he gets like 75% of the way through the explanation. And then Logan just pulls out a gun and fucking shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that. I actually it, cracked up where yeah. Rice is mid-sentence and Logan I just goes, it. boom. I was like, oh my God, this is actually the funniest thing that's happened in the whole movie. Logan <laughs> hates guns. Like he keeps saying he hates guns and this is like the only time he uses a gun. And so it's like kind of funny that he just shoots Xander Rice in There's the head. A, yeah, I it's love that. It truly has that energy of that scene from um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's yeah, yes, good. Where yeah. the guy's like swinging the sword and, and he just turns around and is like, uh. And shoots him. <laughs> shoots <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I love that scene where there's one of the Reavers on a truck and the kid just electrocutes the truck and that dude just dies. Yeah. Then X24 is back. And then Logan and X24 have to fight. So Logan's fighting himself. And then Laura's also fighting in that. And it's stupid. Pierce is like shooting harpoons at people, but poorly. I love the scene where like all the kids surround Pierce and just kill him. Yeah. That's fun. Well, okay. So. Pierce does actually get off one harpoon shot through Logan's leg. Yeah. And then he attaches the cable to a truck. But it doesn't do anything. Well, it does for a while. It means that X-23 has to fight off X-20. Fuck, that sentence is dumb. (laughs) Laura has to fight off X-24 for a while because Logan literally can't move, right? Like, he would have to drag the whole truck after I thought that Donald Pierce was going to drive the truck and drag Logan along, but that's not what happened. I did, too. No, I I think he gets interrupted because the kids get him. The kids are like, you tortured us for years. Now we're going to kill you. The way that he dies is actually very satisfying, right? Like, (laughs) plant control girl drags him into the grass. Electric kid is electrocuting him. Freezing girl is freezing him. Telekinetic kid is, like, 
literally shoving him into the ground. The, there's like that one reptile girl that's just like whipping her tongue and like hissing. <laughs> it's like it was actually a pretty cool way for him to die. Yeah. Uh, Laura, Laura picks up a gun during this, by the way. That's important. Yeah, Laura has a gun. She needs to load it with an adamantium bullet. Remember the adamantium really bullet? Important. It's been the Chekhov's bullet this it's whole fucking movie. Chekhov's bullet's about to get loaded into Chekhov's gun, baby. We are so close to the end of this fucking movie, guys. Can we please get there? Let's go. We're like, yeah. we're like five yeah. sentences away. I, you ready? Yeah. Richter flips the truck that Logan is attached to because he cut off. He literally, he cut off the harpoon like with his claw. Richter flips the truck with his earth powers. The truck lands on X-24. Everyone's just like, yay, we did it. Let's run for the border. And the X-24 is like, I can lift a car. And everyone goes, oh no. He's Superman now. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. That's so weird. And Logan just looks at them all and goes, what the fuck are you doing? Run. Yeah. And Laura's like, no, 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 you have to come with us. And Logan says, no, I have to heroically die. And then he does. <laughs> well, Laura, well, okay, X-24 has like picked up Logan and shoved him into the tree branch that he's dying on. He dies the same way Mystique did in Dark Phoenix. Oh my god, you're That's right. True, so stupid. Alright, so Laura like it picks up dumb. the gun, loads up the adamantium bullet. So Laura bullet. picks up the gun, puts the adamantium bullet, and blows off a chunk of 24's head. Yeah, that's that. Yep. And then he's Which dead. Which feels really unnecessary. Yeah, we have to well, watch whatever. it, that's And fine. then Laura cuts Logan off of the stick that's killing him. I hate that it's a fucking tree branch. That is the stupidest shit. I understand that's because his body's poisoned and his healing factor isn't working right, but I'm like, really, he dies because he falls on a fucking tree branch after all these years? Well, okay. I mean, that's not really why he dies, right? You keep saying this. He's like, Logan dies on a tree branch. And that's not how he dies. He's <laughs> I think it's dead. the massive trauma to his internal organs that's actually yeah. responsible for his it's death. It's all but the okay. above. Anyway, Laura's yep, crying. Yep, yep. So he dies and Laura's like, daddy, daddy, no. And Logan's like, this is what dying feels like, which I, okay, that was annoying to me. Logan's like, oh, this. He says, so this is what it feels like. And people think it's dying. I I, I think I thought it was I supposed to be I think it's caring like, about Laura. Caring about a family, having a family. I don't even fucking know. Yeah. And then I, I also wrote down that Daphne Keene's performance we'll never here know, was really good. Because right after he says that, he oh, dies. No, he does say one good line, which is don't be what they made you. Yeah. yeah, I like that line yeah. too. Which is a good line. I, I accept that that is a good line in an otherwise completely fucking pointless scene. Yep. And then he like <laughs> he like dies for real. Uh, and they then bury him. Laura and the kids bury him in a grave on the border in Canada because he's mm-hmm. Canadian. I didn't and even then think Laura about that. Recites the speech from Shane, which she memorized <laughs> at some point. A man has to be what he is, Joey. Can't break the mold. The kids leave and they're running away and Laura's still crying. And the, the part that got made me tear up is when she goes over to the cross and turns it into yeah, an X. Yeah, she makes it an X. I like that. Yeah. I thought that was cute. And then I was like, where the fuck are they going? I was like, the movie doesn't actually explain anything. Oh, and then it's like, Logan. <laughs> Credits. We stand on God for thee. Yep. I didn't see the bit with the X because I had become so disillusioned with the movie that I got up to get a snack. <laughs> uh... So that's a cool bit. Uh, I wish I'd seen it. <laughs> I mean, you could queue it back up if you want. Uh, you don't really no, need to. Super no. Absolutely no. Disney <sighs> Plus can lose that movie's number. I will point out that we spent like at least three years of this show warning you, Todd, that eventually you would have to watch Logan. And we kept being like, wait until Todd sees Logan. Lo- and then we're like, Todd, you're going to see Logan and it's not going to be good. Like we spent years. You're not going to like it. Years. You're not going to like it. Yeah. The prophecy has been fulfilled. <laughs> there were bits of this movie that like there were, but they were so infrequent. We liked more bits of X-Men Origins Wolverine than we did 
of no, this movie. Really? Do I actually agree so. with Todd on that because I was thinking the same thing when I finished this up yesterday. I mean, we don't need to get into my life stuff, but I'm having some complicated things going on. And I watched this movie and I just want to lie down because I was like emotionally like I cannot. This was draining to watch. And I was like, is it possible that X-Men Origins Wolverine was better than this movie? It was a better movie. And I think only because yeah, we were able to know. make fun it's... of X-Men Origins movie. Like, uh, the shit with Fred was fucked up and we couldn't deal with that. Yeah, I, that but, like, part... the rest of it was just so stupid that we were laughing at it. We weren't laughing at this. We were yeah. like, this just isn't even... You can't laugh at this. This doesn't feel good. It's not good. You can't laugh at this. This is about a child who's abused and she's never experienced love and she doesn't know what it is to be a person. And then Logan abuses her also. Also, Logan is, like, not himself. Is neglectful. Is horrible saves her life kind of at the end but not really and then dies and we're supposed to be like that's fatherhood folks that was so heartwarming that's fatherhood that's what it's like <laughs> and then all these straight men were like i just really relate to this movie because i have a daughter that i'm also horrible to this is such a toxic depiction of fatherhood of caring for other people it's so fucked it's really really sad this is what i was saying at the start about cishet white dudes and what they think is quote so emotional yeah all mm-hmm. they need is one moment that's the requirement yeah. and logan isn't the one who cries i think this is important logan doesn't cry in this movie also he shows he no grieve. emotion other than anger that's it no yeah. he doesn't and and it's laura who cries and it's laura who gets to have that moment at the end of the movie of relief catharsis and it's because she's the female okay, character women can cry. she's capable of that Women can cry, but yeah. the man can't. He just has to die, and he'll die angry. Like, that's a really good point, right? Like, the only emotion we see him experience is anger. His he anger. doesn't process his grief. He doesn't process his grief over Caliban, over Xavier. Which is not very Logan at all. It's not very healthy. You know, actually, okay, look, I think all of that, I think all of that is accurate. But I, now that I think about it, I do think he starts getting choked up when... He's burying during Charles. the Xavier funeral. Yeah, it's I just feel like that moment. The only time, and but it's then like, he cuts it off. I was gonna say though, this is know? toxic still because this is like yeah, that. He does. This is the same thing that men were told for years and years. It's like if you feel like you're gonna cry, you need to like. Yeah. You, you can't show that. Yeah, are told. Yeah, where it's like Laura reaches out to touch his hand, holds his hand, and then he rips his hand away and walks away. Weak. Like, and then tries to abandon her in the woods because yeah. she represents the emotions that he can't bring himself to feel. I I don't like this movie, guys. It is like, who is this version of Wolverine? Really, I, I love truly, it. truly, I you it. should you should watch if you haven't listened to it yet. Watch this movie and then go listen. I'm never watching this movie again if with, I can. Okay, I'm not talking to you, Brian. I'm talking to the audience. <laughs> I'm talking who? to Samuel B. and Soren B. <laughs> and that's oh, it. oh, I should probably get that ready. Nobody else. Uh-huh. No, like watch this movie, but then go listen to our episode with Chris about his book. Yes. And I feel like he will that, refute, yeah. like he will yeah. explain all of the reasons why this version of Logan fucking sucks. This, okay, it's so I funny. I really, I had considered being like, should we have Christopher on the show for this? Just you know, <laughs> But I, I was also like, all right, well, it, it's, we, this is complicated. Yeah, I mean, as, we don't want to do that to him. We, we it's, barely I mean, got through this This is movie. a long movie, you know, like that's just how it is. <laughs> there's, there's a tiny part of me that was about to go, oh, really? You wouldn't do that to him. You'll do it to me, though. Okay. Yeah. See, Look, no, I just want to do it to myself. <laughs> I tried to get this to go faster. I was the one trying to get this episode to be shorter. It was me. It's fine. I do. I am not. I legitimately am not angry at you for making me watch. You didn't make me watch this movie. You asked me to, and I chose to agree. 
And then you I'm wrote, an adult. and I quote, I genuinely regret. <laughs> well, okay, I mean, I regret that choice, but it's because the movie's bad. I'm making an executive decision. We're skipping who's gay. I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. Nobody is. No, 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 no. no that's not gay. true. Caliban and Logan were dating the whole time. They I just were, don't like, want to talk about married, this anymore. But we already talked about that. And it, like, also, that's true, we did. I feel bad for Caliban. He deserved a better husband than this version of Logan. Yeah. He deserved a better movie than this movie. I know. And it's so random that he was there. Also, this version of Caliban doesn't exist anywhere other than this movie. I would argue this version of Logan barely exists, even in the other Fox films. Go Wait, hold on. Going back to that listener mail that the listener asked if there, there was a character we really liked that was like made up or changed drastically from the movie. Like, you know, like whether it was Mystique. Yeah. And, we, and I said Yukio. Yeah, we said Yukio and like the X-Men Evolution Brotherhood. Now that we've rewatched this, I'm adding in this version of Caliban. Loved him. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him too. Yeah. Even though he had the most tragic ending of pretty much any character in this movie. Yeah. Totally thankless. I agree. Treated like shit the whole time. So what what did everybody rate this movie? I really want to know your opinion. I actually don't know how. Uh, two? Uh, it has so few X's that I gave it a Y. <laughs> Damn. I'll give it a two. Uh, I don't know. I thought there were some. Five out of five Y's. Great performances. Why did they make this movie? They yeah, shouldn't have made Matt. it. Why did this Stop happen? Keen's two great. out of five X's. Yeah, just give it so, a two. I don't know. Yeah. I would truly give a it a one. one. Fair. Like, there. The performances aren't enough. I was very close to like giving it a zero. Yep. Like, there I can't are blame a couple you. of moments that I really liked. Well, the truth is, it's a movie full of really strong performances. And great cinema creation. Like, the film and is great. great music yeah. and sound so, like, design. Some excellent technical, like, technical filmmaking. Yeah. But the script and the, the plot are such yeah. bullshit. It's also a movie not featuring any Wolverine we've met. Nope. You know, it's yeah. like, I don't know. And this movie kind of, like, hates marginalized people and, like, their the idea of them having a future. Like, I, I just, it's it fakes at having hope at the end, but I don't believe it, you know? I actually feel like it doesn't fake at hope. I, I very much get the impression that, like, the dystopic, vaguely dystopic America we saw in the movie itself is just going to keep on going. And the kids are, like, heading to Canada to get away from mm -hmm. that. And maybe we're supposed to believe they can, but I see very little evidence they will. Yeah. You know what I want, guys? I, I want a Resident Evil 1 style game of Gabriella walking around the facility <laughs> trying to collect all that footage. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I would play that for starters. I would too. I would too. All right, let's speed through the plug section. I, I'm too depressed to even talk about this anymore. Our website redirects still don't work as I record this. I'm going to email it just works for me right today. Now. <laughs> Okay. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we're everywhere. The Mutant Age is on all social media. And uh, you could just put that in. And you can also reach out to us, reach out to us at the Mutant Ages at gmail.com. Uh, I can set us physical mail, P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts. All this is on the mutantages.com if it ever works. Uh, but you can you can always go to SoundCloud and type in the Mutant Ages and get all those links. Yeah, also, or like so. any any podcast listening app you like. Sciencescene.net does work. I, none of them are working for me right now, but I'm glad it's working okay, for you. Okay, well, never mind. But if you, if you can get there, you can do that. You can email us. You can call us. We're individually on social. I am Ryan Pagella on every social media platform. I mostly just use Instagram and Bullet Sky at this point because fuck the social media world right now. So I mean that's plenty. Um, Two is plenty. Over to you guys. <laughs> I am all I'm Minnie Myers on all social media. How about you, Todd? 
Uh, I'm Fox Harper on B Sky, which is really the only place I post nowadays, and I don't even post there very much. So yeah, seems fine to me. Healthier that way. And uh, we have a Patreon where we have bonus episodes, bonus content, behind the scenes stuff, all kinds of fun stuff. I recommend supporting us. And uh, our highest Patreon supporters get a shout out on the show. That's right. Shout out to Samuel B and Soren B for being our top tier Patreon supporters. We appreciate you so much every single time we record one of these. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for enduring. (laughs) Thank you for anyone who listened to these. I'm so sad at this point. I'm like, I need to go for a walk. I will float out there because I'm sure there are some listeners who are listening to both these episodes being like, wow. They really didn't like this movie, but I did. I would love for you guys to email us and tell us your thoughts. If you liked the movie, mm-hmm. like what part, what, what do you like about it? What is. do you like about <laughs> like, it? I mean, I'm, I'm genuinely no, interested. No, we like hearing I, from people. We do. We, we really do. We sound really angry, but it would actually be really enlightening for us to know what it is about the movie that spoke to you that maybe didn't speak to us. I mean, I remember what I liked in 2017, but I think I was so depressed about the state of the world that this was the mood I was in. Right. You know? <laughs> Maddie and I, in the, I think in conjunction with everything that was happening in that year, you and I were going through like massive breakups at the same time. We were. If I recall correctly. So, so we were unhappy. We were about as unhappy as Logan in this movie. So just time wise i don't know i'm sure there's some people who will watch this movie and they really like it and that's of course. fine and You're i also think there like are a things. lot of people who watched it when it came out thought it was really good and then haven't really seen it since and i i think that yeah. that's the case for a lot of people and it's really possible for something to be like really good at the time you first see it and mm-hmm. then you're at a different place in your life later and it doesn't quite work the way that it did that's yeah. my experience yeah right now is yeah. somebody who thought it was like really dark but in a good way and now I'm like this is just dark for dark's sake I mean, in 2017 I could very much imagine getting to the end of this movie and being like yeah getting impaled by a tree branch that does Sounds sound good. good right now I will say I, I'm <laughs> finally sure get some sleep am I right if we watched right. this if this came out while we were in high school Maddie and I would have been like this is so edgy and so cool because exactly. this is exactly the kind of shit that like us as teenagers would have been like this is just so edgy edgy and people don't understand how dark and edgy it is like that's kind of stupid shit we would say you just say. don't get like adult media bro that's your problem yeah. you don't understand like mature things and it's like finally a mature dark superhero movie that like doesn't you know have them in yellow costumes and it's gonna win an oscar and it's like does it need to be that way in order for it to be a good movie i would argue not I would argue not, yeah. but, and also some, something that is dark isn't inherently good. It has to be in service of something. I keep saying this over and over, but that's what I think. It needs to be in service I mean, of something. You're, you're right going to kill this many people. Yeah. If you're so. going to make me feel this bad, I need to have some reason why the story is being told and it can't just be. I really liked Shane. <laughs> yeah, I can't just be, I thought the movie right. Shane like, was it cool. It can't just be like, wouldn't it be fun if we made a Western, but it's about Logan. It's just like, not really. I mean, not really. <laughs> not really, no. All right. Well, next next couple of weeks, we're going to do some some offbeat episodes where Ryan and I watch some some out of this world X-Men appearances in other media. And then we're going to start watching The Gifted. So uh, enjoy the next couple of weeks of, of goofballery. It's going to be very different from these two episodes. That much I can tell you. Todd, thanks as always for coming on. Really sorry we did this to you. Please do some <laughs> self-care really after this. And we'll see you next time. The Mutant.